I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit AbyssBattery.com. Welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. Again, not 100% sure what number episode this is. We never know anymore. It's kind of, is that nice or bad? It's kind of nice. But then it kind of was like, what number are we on? I hear you. Either way, we're here. You found us. Thank you for being here. We appreciate the support. We're going to cut right into the business. The podcast is presented by Elite Archery. Uh, That is EliteArchery.com, and you can use code WCB to save yourself some money. And normally we talk about the main flagship bow. This week we are talking about the Elite Terrain, which we gave one away at the Working Class Bowhunter shoot. But we are talking about a... Affordable bow starting MSRP at six ninety nine, seven inch brace height, thirty two and a half axle to axle, three point nine pounds, and we're talking forty five to sixty and fifty five to seventy pound peak weight options, uh, three hundred twenty five feet per second, and uh, some good color options. That's a pretty good deal for a newer flagship bow. The smoking deal, very affordable, even more for user. Cool. If what? Say that again, Doug? Use their code. A little more, right? Yeah, and have it sent to a local dealer. Support Elite. Support us. Support your local dealer. Shout out to Big Time. Code WCB. Also, BigTime. BigTime BigTime.com. You can go to Big Time, and they have feed and mineral attractants for um, those of you that live in feed, mineral, and attractant allowable states. (laughs) Illinois is not one of them. Nope. Iowa, Iowa is. Is Wisconsin Bucky? Bucky's in here. Hell yeah. God. It's like per county, yeah. though, ain't it? No. Uh, well, they shut it off by CWD. Yeah. Oh, because that's a big, that's like a real concern in Wisconsin. For mineral. Yeah. Food plots are good to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. But I got my uh, seed at the shoot. Thanks to Big Time for uh, donating some of this stuff. Heck All yeah. my stuff back to Wisconsin. Good call. Good call. Big Time main event. Uh, new seed. From Big Time, that's a hot item right now. Fall, winter, uh, annual mix of high-producing forage brassica with the late-season attraction of tubers. Good what are grief. tubers? I don't know. Fucking buy it and plant it <laughs> yeah. and kill one over tubers. Yeah. What, what are we, scientists? I don't know. Yeah. We, yeah, we are scientists. <laughs> yeah. Midwest <laughs> scientists. That's right. Um, Joe Humphreys, if you don't like it, Joe Humphreys will come out and... Hand pick all of it out of your mini plot. Well, look, it says um, excellent kill plot, so you know you're going to kill over it. Dude, if it says it. Um, And if you use code WCB2022 to save yourself some coin and you're still going to complain, the fuck is wrong with you? Get out of here. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, Big time's the shit, though. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, I thought I'd mix it up a little hard. You're good. You're good. You would like me to be like a robot through these ads or. Keep you guessing, It'd Doug. Be nice. <laughs> What's your favorite blend from Big Time? Go, Doug. Best brunch. brunch. Yeah, easy cop out. It is good though. I just love brunch. 
<laughs> Who doesn't love, you love bucks at brunch, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the podcast is also brought to you by Huntworth, huntworthgear.com. Um, it seems like that's probably the partnership that we get the most questions on. Mm-hmm. Saw some recent ones about what camo they should get in Huntworth. I have disruption in all my early season and Tarn in all my late season. And uh, we all kind of have a mixture of the patterns so we all don't look like we're trying to be like superheroes together when we're hanging out. <laughs> but uh, but all, we still do. All great gear, all great patterns, What's even hidden. I don't have much in hidden. I have some gloves in hidden, but... Um, if you're more of a hardwoods type camo guy or gal, that's a great option, mm-hmm. and I think it's um, up there with the best of them, man. I, it's it's hard to say that it don't hold its own. Just some of the best, um, I guess, uh, air quote mainstream camo patterns out there. So check out Huntworth.com. Use code WCB15. Podcast is also brought to you by Scent Crusher. We know we're still getting messages about Scent Crusher being acquired by Faradine. Um, but great company. We're proud of what we've done with Scent Crusher uh, mm-hmm. since nearing the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric, favorite Scent Crusher product? Go uh, the uh, the roller bag. Roller bag, good roller choice. Because the size over the gear bag or the size? Yeah, I can put all my shit right in there. And the wheels. And the wheels. Yeah, I don't have to carry it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of fat and lazy, you know. Well, the regular gear bag has backpack straps. That's true, but still, the wheels are nice. You're, <laughs> you're still carrying it. Okay, fair. Um, <laughs> Okay, very fair. And Old Barn Taxidermy. Old Barn kills it with their whitetail taxidermy. The new G2 forms are money. Mm-hmm. You thought I was going to say fuck, but I didn't. Uh, I thought you were going to say fire. I should have. Missed opportunity. Sorry, I Old Barn. say brown. But they, they have their own forms underneath the Old Barn family, G2 forms. They look incredible. I have a, a few mounts on the new G2 forms. They're real nice. Look real good. They're, and They're uh, going to be sick of us here in a couple months. I just got a call from them. They're going to start my deer. Oh, really? You had to get your eight-pointer down there. The bird watching eight-pointer. Yeah. I think we'll put some birds on it. Are you? Yeah. You should get a mounted cardinal to put on its main <laughs> beam. <laughs> <Maybe. laughs> That'd actually be like pretty be cool. funnier and shit. Come on. You got to do it. I'll get a, a goldfinch. Go that's, shoot a, one. that's illegal. <laughs> what? Iowa State Excuse bird. <laughs> Find one that choked on some of your guys' supplemental yeah, yeah, yeah. feed that you're putting out there in Iowa. And then <laughs> that, that doesn't happen. And just Chunky freeze one. dry it. <laughs> right on there. That'd actually be kind of neat. That'd be kind of cool. It's got to be so hard to mount like a bird like that. Oh, a tiny little bird. Maybe it's not. Maybe you just freeze dry the whole thing and it's done. <laughs> I got to call you, a That's barn. all you got to do. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I'll see if they'll do it. That'd be cool. We just made a plug for a company that really backs us, and we completely derailed their plug to talk about freeze-drying cardinals. That's why we love what we do. Because <laughs> we're idiots. We're fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's all i got to say about Sam that. Sam just hangs up on me. Can like, I put a bird on there? <laughs> can't do it. Uh, the podcast Play. is also, also brought to you by CamoFire.com. Ooh, what kind of deals we got going on right now? We have, right now, uh, reloading new deals in four and a half hours. There's a jet boil on here for 22% off, some thermocells, 46. Damn, that thermocell's a bargain. That's a deal. Yeah, that is a deal. Those things are badass, too. I need one for the camper. Son of a gun. I, I might buy that shit. Yeah. Let's get, so, like, 10 of let's them. Let's buy them right now. Um, what is this? A poncho? Oh, it's a mini um, rechargeable mini okay. lantern. Uh, different cooking supplies, yeah, ponchos, different tents, uh, water filtration systems. It's all like camping survival. So, dude, look at that sleep. That's a bargain on that sleeping mat. Oh, See, that cot. 
You know what's good when we're like getting distracted yeah. by the deals? <laughs> like, we're trying to like talk about it. I'm like, oh man, actually, that cot's uh, the shit. Hey, I don't need that, but I can really use it. That saw would come in handy. Are there, uh, sorry, just get the camouflage. But, dude, bear spray for 40% off. Some of that. You better get two of those. I bought a Glock 20. All right, that's good. <laughs> that's your bear spray. <laughs> Click clack. I got 15 of those. <laughs> Click clack. Loaded, loaded up. Anyway, what we're trying to get at, there's a deal right there on that tent. Look at them sleeping bags right there. Gee willikers. That Alps Mountaineering tent's 80 bucks. 80, 85 bucks. All right, sorry. Oh, keep going. I, I gotta, I'm, no, gonna I'm getting I'm off. Gonna keep going, keep going, keep we're going. We're going to get ourselves in trouble. I need some deals. We're actually like trying to function. We all got distracted. Um, and Novix tree stands. Uh, hit up novixoutdoors.com. The code is WCB22 to save yourself some Jang and Lang, and that is good for 200 uses. It's got to be near in the end. So if you're using that code and it's not working, it means that all the uses are used up on it. Uh, made Peoria, Illinois. Um, right down the road, forty-five minutes from the studio. It's uh, very, very, very local to us and great people. And uh, shout out to them. They gave away a couple stands at the shoot. Pretty yep. cool. All right, let's get on with the episode. Thanks for being here. We appreciate you guys. Run, run, run. Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys. This is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bow Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from The Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like Working Class Bow Hunter. It's really, really not that good. Episode 520 something of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. Channeling my inner Steve. God damn, that's weird to say. <laughs> We're in New Windsor. Illinois. That's right. That's where the uh, all the win- all the new Windsors are located here in Illinois. Not the so old Windsors or the new the Windsors. new ones. Yeah. The yeah. new ones. Home of the biggest little rodeo. That's right. Uh, Kurt Geyer here. Eric Common. Doug Schmidt. And in studio, the reigning, defending, returning top three podcast of the last year, Mister Bucky Islandfelt. That's crazy. Did you think you, you brought out your inner Steve on that one? I, <laughs> I tried. That was resting good. promo he'd be, there. He'd be pretty proud. Yeah. Top three. How'd that happen? You were in the top three downloaded episodes of last year. I'm just from Wisconsin. You know? That's all you are. You talk, just, just talk about your five hours. You know, hey, whatever. Have fun. Drink old fashions. That's right. You make a, a killer old fashioned. You make a very fantastic. Chandler's missing out on the old fashioned game. Oh, well. Hey, I tried to teach him, but. He's on his Iowa farm. Congrats to Austin on buying an Iowa farm. Hey. Hope in the dark side. Yeah. So uh, thanks for coming back, man. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, it's fun to come down. I've been down here twice in one week. Down for the yeah, shoot yeah. the other day. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> Came down for the shoot the other day. It feels day like we just seen you. Oh, wait, uh, we did. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to kind of turn around. I'm a little bit 
a little bit off of work right now, so that's all right. I got some time to travel. <laughs> you got special legs. I got magic legs. <laughs> got magic magic legs. <laughs> special sad sounding. Yeah, kinda. you'll be running very soon. Oh, I don't know about running, but hey, you're up and moving. That's all that matters. Yeah, man. man. Yeah, we got hurt pretty bad in February. So, well, if someone missed the last episode. Highly, re- I mean, I think all of us highly recommend going back. Absolutely, we talked about measuring. We talked about, I mean, we talked about a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also talked about the um, Rompel a Buck a little bit, um, which I like. I kind of just naturally want to bring up again to you, you know. Just yeah, like, why not? I mean, yeah, just it, talk. It's about one it. of the greatest deer ever, right? Right. You know, allegedly, uh, it's controversy. Well, allegedly, but it's a it's an urban legend, right? But we're not always going to have that. We're never going to. That's what makes it so fun. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, well, some of the controversy around it's cool, but. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, in my opinion, I mean. Are we ever going to know for sure? I don't think so. Ever? Is he still alive? Yeah, I think so. Well, come on, man. What the fuck? Yeah, because when was that shot? (sighs) 80s? Oh, yeah. I would say late 80s. Nah, nerd. It didn't happen. It's not real. (laughs) Crushed it. I hear that after the last podcast, I was talking to a good friend of mine, and he's like, yeah, that deer's totally unreal. I'm like, why do you think that? Unreal is it amazing or not real? No, it's not real. It's fabricated. I'm like, why is that? Well, the ears are drooping. I'm like, yeah, but I've shot. What that? I got drooping it? ears. And I was like, I've shot one twenties with drooping ears. <laughs> he got in my head a little bit, and I'm like, uh, maybe he's right. I, nah, I got a picture of a buck that's better looking than he is, but his ears are drooping. I hate the photos. <laughs> oh, really? And he's he, it's a he's three hours old. Yeah, like, that one's dead. fabricated. I went to the. I just wanted to see if I could fabricate a 120 for a fabricated 250. <laughs> pulled it off, but no one ever knows. You know, it's cool to hear talk about, and it's it is fun. It is a lot of. I'm being, yeah, a little right. harsh to be funny, but no, guess, but no, it's good. Or to stir ruffle feathers a little bit, but <laughs> well, it's um, weird because like nowadays, in social media, and everything you just right. You'll never have something like that again. In controversy, be like, well, there's pictures and it's fun, man. It's like deer. Uh, what we need to make a word, maybe there already is one, and I'm just not thinking of it. I'm gonna, I'll seem real dumb, but like you know, like Americana, as like you know, you think very American, maybe like historic type things. Like there's a term that should be like more like an Americana style vibe for like deer hunting, mm. and that's what that deer kind of is. It's like a, it's nostalgic mystery deer camp, all kind of blended into one yeah, term. Right. There needs to be a term for it. Do you mm. think of it? I'll think of it on the way home. You know what I'm talking yeah. about, though? Like, yes. there's there's something there. And then we'll yeah. make it into a T-shirt. That's right. Yeah. So, fuck all you guys listening. If you're trying to make a T-shirt on whatever word we don't know about yet. It's penned. <laughs> penned. <laughs> Patent pending. We got it already. <laughs> We're just whatever being bashful. It is, we <laughs> um, you've been up to a lot, man. You've been measuring a ton. Yeah. Measuring and, a bunch. I've uh, been a little bit all over. I was down Dells measuring down there. Hey, shout out to everybody that was measuring at the Dells. They're so awesome to us. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, they recognize you as part of the family. Well, they all know us because of you. I mean, isn't it cool? Though? It's cool. Like-minded people. It's I mean, very cool. True. That's but it's about. funny because, like, they came up, oh, yeah, Bucky had good things to say about you guys. There, see? And it's like. And we're all like, why? They have no reason to know anything about <laughs> us if it wasn't for you, Here's you know? Here's a ticket for you. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. None of those cool. people would know who we were if it wasn't for you. But we're all pretty tight-knit. I mean, yeah. Yeah. all over the state, we all go to, we see each other down there. We have a meeting and, and Dude, you know, really, that's it. And Boot and Crockett Whiskey sent us a bunch of booze after your podcast. Yeah, that's what we do. It's called networking. 
I mean, they it's called network. They wrote us an email. Hey, we heard you guys were drinking our stuff. We want to send you some bottles. There. There's a bunch of bottles and like antler bottle holders. So shout to Boot and Cracker Whiskey. Yeah, that's cool. That's good. And the, you know, yeah, it's good for for Boone and Crockett <laughs> whiskey. Great. I mean, the money's going to the conservation. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and it's good. We're like never we're never going to turn down free booze. You oh, know, why would you? They're <laughs> fun bottles to have too. Like, yeah. there's something about whiskey that kind of like. <clears throat> The the bottle adds to the fun of the whiskey. Oh, for sure. Like it's kind of like even if the whiskey sucks, if the bottle's cool, you'll still have it. Yeah, mm. we carry one around with us when we're out hunting, like you know, a different state or something. We always have a bottle with us because that's gonna be the celebratory, yeah. you know, the Boone and Crockett whiskey. Yep, the kill yeah. shot. Yeah, yeah. We took that along with us down to Arizona. As long as we could, as long as we could hear a bugle, we could have it old fashioned that night. Mm. <laughs> oh dang! Little, it's all about the little victories, right? right. The little victories. But we did a, uh, we drank a, well, I guess we can, t- I can talk about it. I announced Austin's farm without him. I feel kind of bad about it now. Hey, way to go. Um, Austin and I had a celebratory old elk whiskey, old fashioned. Um, and I mentioned something on a podcast like a month ago yeah, that kind of made me seem like I was up to some shady activity. Remember that? You're like, there's nothing shady about what you're doing. But, yeah, you're, but you're a felon. I'm a felon for sure. Hand tattoos, cannon guns. That's why I'm working class bow hunter. I'm kidding. I'm not a felon. Trey thought I was a felon, though, kind of for like <laughs> a half a second. For a half a second. For a little bit. He's like, hey, man, when you're bear hunting, if you want to use a rifle. And I was like, I'm a felon. Like kidding with him. You know, he's like, oh, shit. And I'm like, I'm not a felon, Trey. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, she believed you for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but through mentorship from Austin... Um, I bought my own 40-acre farm, Good and it worked out. And honestly, it's because of Austin. Congrats. Yeah. So it's legit. Austin is the only reason why that, like, I had any initiative. I never thought it was a possibility in my lifetime. And he's like, we'll, we'll do some episodes about it, like how it's possible. But if you find a unicorn farm, you can do it. Anybody yeah. can do it on a a much smaller budget than you think you can. Definitely be cool to do an episode of Breaking Everything Down. Yeah. And honestly, it wouldn't have been on my radar. I wouldn't even have been looking if it wasn't for Austin. Right. And because Austin was looking, sold a farm to buy another farm, he came across this other farm that happened to be like in the vicinity of me. And he's like, hey, rumor has it this farm's coming up for sale. I'd maybe just see if you can do it. Right. And then. Hey, and then you did it. Turns out I could do it. So I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, this is possible. Hell yeah. So we'll get into the details on that later. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Old Elk. You see they commented on her Instagram post? That's what I was getting at. So yeah. that was our, it said reasons to celebrate. I did a reel of awesome for an Old Elk, and then they commented on it. That's which pretty is cool. cool. That's, That's awesome. dope. Pretty damn cool. Shout out to all those good whiskey companies. Yeah. Right. Take your whiskey. Yeah. If we, don't, we don't have enough glad, here. We'll gladly receive it. <laughs> yeah. And drink it. But sorry, that mm-hmm. got a little long-winded, Bucky. No, it's cool. But no, it's cool. You've been uh, busy Yeah. after we saw you in Wisconsin. Yeah, I got a, was invited last summer. Uh, Boone and Crockett sent me a letter asked me if I'd be interested in being on the 31st uh, judges panel for Boone and Crockett Awards coming up. It's uh, The awards will be coming up in July. So the panel measure is a, it's a collection of all the top five of the 29 big animals and big game animals in North America. Five of each species. Five of each, each species. So let's say there was a new category. Let's say it was a, I can't even think of it. Jackalope? Uh, jackalope. It'd yeah. be the top. It'd be the top. They're getting big in Texas. By they're way. big. Yeah. They're big. I measured one. Booner? It was Booner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Love to see it. So all 10 of those would be invited because anything in the top 10 will be invited um, if it's a new species, but it's all the top five were invited to this. So anything in the top five of any of the 29 big game animal animals? Question, Cool. Can you? I'm just going to raise my hand to ask questions. So I, think I love it's funny. it. Love it. Can you name off all 29? Yes. Top here. Did we make you do this last time? Yeah, you killed me. Did. Huh? You killed me on it. You killed me. You said you want to ask me again. <laughs> Where's oh. my book, dude? It's been. Well, we do so many podcasts. Which book? You got 40 books around here. I know. Here. I got a small white. One. You want the Doug's hooked? Up, learn to read. Hooked on phonics. No, not that one. Oh, why not? That's the one. This one. Give us yeah. book. Damn it! Book. Right in the front. Bucky, there's going to be a lot of stuff I probably ask you again because no. we do so many. I don't know how Joe Rogan stays like sane. I don't know how he remembers know. everything. He's more intelligent. Well, yeah. we're idiots. He's got a lot. Oh, that alpha brain. Yeah. 29 big. You want to go through all of them? Yeah, list them off. Okay. Alaska brown bear, black bear, grizzly bear, polar bear, bison, bear and ground caribou, central Canada, bear and ground caribou, mountain caribou, Quebec. Quebec, Labrador, caribou, woodland caribou. There's a lot of caribou. Mm-hmm. Labrador? Labradors. Uh, cougar, not the same one. Doug? We, it's not on there? We got that one, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, good job. Uh, Old tits. Col- <laughs> Colombian uh, black-tailed deer. Uh, Sitka, black-tailed deer. Cam Haynes. Yeah, Cam Haynes, a lot of it. He, he's a killer. Um, he's probably, like, one of the top guys for entries in those, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, like I have a magazine from like the 80s of Pope and Young, and he's on the cover of it. No shit. Yeah, I actually I sent him a mess. I p- took a picture of it because I know I saw him one time, and I took a picture of it, and I sent it to him on Instagram, but he he just uh, sent me back like a thumbs up or something like that. But it was like what? from the 80s, like super That's cool. That's cool, man. That yeah, was awesome. I wonder if he has one. Oh, I'm, I'm sure, sure he does. does. And I had it. I, I don't know why. Yeah, but it's kind of a dickish move just so, showing or get, sending you a thumbs yeah, up. That dude's it. so busy. Though, he right? probably thought I was stalking him, too. Who knows? You you were. Yeah, I'm sure he meant no ill intention <laughs> by it. Right. <laughs> um, there's a coos deer, cow's deer, however you want to pronounce it. Um, meal deer, white-tailed deer, Roosevelt, elk, Thule elk, American elk, um, Rocky Mountain goat, Alaska Yukon moose, Canada moose, Shiris moose, muskox, Pronghorn, uh, bighorn sheep, doll sheep, desert bighorn sheep, stone sheep, jaguar, which actually isn't, isn't pursued anymore. It's and not in the 29? Well, it, it's a part of it, but it's not a... The jaguar? Yeah. We don't, we don't Florida? Jaguar? Mexico. Mexico. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because that's North American. Yeah. And then there's walrus. Oh, walrus is an. I almost said walrus before mm-hmm. Eric said jackal being a, a smartass. Yeah. Can walrus. you kill wal- walrus right now? No, only tribals can collect them. Oh, really? Because of the tusks. Yeah. So nobody can truly get a slam. Well, I don't know if those are part of the 29. That wouldn't make sense for it to be. Yeah, I don't think so. Do you see Tom Miranda trying to axe yeah. out a walrus? I don't <laughs> think the jaguar or the walrus are part of that. That would make sense. Yeah. Um, by the hmm. way, Tom Miranda's DVD of him on that hunt is like one of my favorites of all time. Did you? Are you going to get him on, or what's going on? I'd love to, man. I actually, uh, I mean, I haven't even reached out to him, <laughs> but he is one of my top guys. Like, I don't know. There's like something about maybe like having him not on is kind of makes it cooler. Yeah, but I'd love to talk to him. I've met him, and he's a great really? guy. Yeah. 
Um, I've actually, when I met him, I was just became a Pope and Young measure and I was all gun hugs. I knew he was a measure and very involved as well mm-hmm. and talked to him for probably 20 minutes. That's cool. Jaguar. Um, I was 21 at wow. the time. So it's been 11 years or 10 years. Wow. So that's quite the dude. I mean, dude, he's a monster. He kills some cool shit. Yeah. I love his videos of his trophy rooms. I know that's like really cool balls. That, do you have the desire to have like a trophy room like that? You think? No, 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 not really. Well, how many? Um, let's quiz you on this twenty nine. I mean, like, have you gotten a chance to kill a, a handful of those? Or if like, if you had to pick five, if you haven't, pick five that you'd love to kill. Uh, with, a, I only really hunt with my bow, so I don't. I shot a pronghorn. That one's in the book. Um, with a bow or a rifle or with a bow, and uh, shot that in northern Montana uh, with my buddy Justin. Um, I shot a black bear in 20 that made the book. Uh, and I have a couple of white tails that are in the book. One, two, three, four, they're in the book. Uh, I have an elk that's on the wall. Didn't make the book, but shot mm-hmm. out of the bowl. Um, very cool. Yeah. That's about it. So you got, you got some out there. I mean, yeah, I, I like, variety. Yeah, I've been, I've been after the elk. I mean, once I bugle got in my head, I just can't get it out. Right? Yeah. I just, <laughs> yeah. I just can't get it out. What's and, one that you'd love to do that you haven't or just maybe just seems like a dream? That, like a bucket list? Uh, there's a couple. I mean, I apply for sheep tags all over. Do you really? I keep a spreadsheet for all the states that I put in for it. It's just, it's, I was talking to Rachel the other day, and we're like comparing notes. I'm like, I'm like, why aren't you applying here? She's like, I don't know. We never thought about it. I'm like, you have to apply here. Mm. And I, I apply all over for – I apply for uh, – Bighorns and desert sheep. Waiting here on Arizona if I drew a desert. I doubt it, but it's random. Yeah. Um, you never know. Yeah. I apply for moose. Um, apply for elk in several states. Um, I really would like to I'd like to shoot one moose. I'd like to pursue one moose mm-hmm. and get one, maybe. Yeah. And I don't know where to go. Like I have a friend that's in the Yukon, and I'd, I'd love to do a one and done with him and be like, I got one. Shoot a big one. Yeah. Because he would be able to. Put you on a big one? Yeah, he'd be able to help me get him. Right. Got to go, man. I know, but it's like a college tuition for my kids. Yeah, dude, fuck your kids, man. You know, (laughs) they can pay for their college. I didn't mean to say. Come on. They're going to put me in a home at like 52. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, as long as you kill a moose, who gives a shit, you know? (laughs) You got a Yukon moose. They don't. That's three three hot meals a day. Right. Right. Not a bad gig, really. (laughs) Right. How old are your kids now? Uh, Jake is 16, Mia's 14, yeah. and Sam's 12. Oh, dude, you could yeah. do that now, and they wouldn't even know about it. Right. They wouldn't even know what's going on. They're like, where's dad? Like, yeah. Three weeks later. By the way, I kidding when I dropped the F-bomb about <laughs> kids, but no, come on, that's pretty funny. <laughs> they're good kids. Dude, my kids are paying for college. Oh, absolutely. Well, they're going to pay for their own college. It was just, I don't know. I know what you're saying, man. I'm giving you shit. It's hard to. I thought it'd be funnier if I sounded way more harsh about their think, college. You think about it. Like, damn, you know, it's like 20 some grand. It's a lot of money. That's yeah. a lot of money. But I'll maybe drive. they won't go to college. You have 20 yeah. grand in your pocket. Well, that, well that's some kind of rolling the bones on. Yeah. Get them in a trade. <laughs> Austin and Ross did like a semi guided. They killed bulls, you know. Yeah. But. Um, they were in an area that like there wasn't a fifty inch minimum yeah. in the unit they were in, which I guess is like pretty rare. Yeah, to like have right. an area. Yeah, hmm. because they were telling certain people about it, guys that, like hunting Alaska a lot, and they're like, "What?" And like even they got um, from I don't know the details, but when they were pulling their moose off like the semi and shipment, the guy the CPO was like, "Whoa, hold on, what's up with these moose?" They were they were like in the forties or whatever. Mm. 
And then they had to check what unit they're in. He's like, oh, okay, you guys are good. That's just crazy, though, because I'd be so scared to go in a, in a unit that was 50 inches because I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking at. Every bull you've seen would look 50 inches because they're so oh, yeah. big. Yeah, right. We're used to whitetails. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and to okay. do that, I mean, if you can do a hunt for, let's say, ten fifteen thousand dollars $15,000, and you want to do it twice, I mean, you know, you have to kind of make the choice where you want to go. And all the things yeah. in your age, too. I wish I would have... I wish I would have started hunting out west when I was younger. I mean, I really yep. wish I, I wish I had applied for my, like my kids. They all have points out west because it's cheap for them to yeah. Apply. Like right. some states, five bucks. Yeah, that's wild. I wish I would have been doing it sooner. Mm-hmm. That I started when I did. I've yeah. cashed some in, you know, but yeah, yeah. But let's go back to this. Getting invited <laughs> to be on the panel, the top yeah. five from each of the twenty nine. North American big game species. So there are 16 of us from North America that got invited to it. So we have eight teams of two. And then uh, like an example of a muskox. Okay. So we have a team of two. We go in and take a look at this muskox and we measure it. And the team of two, let's say it's Doug and I, we we measure it because, well, Doug's got. Doug knows muskox. (laughs) He's got good eyes, you know. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Muskox kind of look like his mustache. <laughs> kind of. I just compare them. There's a boss. There's a boss. So <laughs> that one ain't going to make it. We look at next. So we, we measure this muskox together and we have to agree on every measurement. You know, would you agree here? Would you agree here? We double check the math and like on a muskox, there's quarter measurements that go up on the, on the horn. So you have to agree on that. You get done with your score sheet. Do you agree on this? We all agree on that. So you take that score sheet and you turn in. A little while later, maybe the same day, most likely the same day, another team will grab it, um, be assigned to it, mm. and they measure it. Grab it. They measure it, and uh, they agree on it, and they come up with a final measurement. And then all four of us get back together, and then we go over through the through the animal each measurement. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So how? What was the variance in scores on like just pull that muskox for example? Like, <laughs> Almost right on. I mean, yeah, yeah I everybody knows their shit. Well, we don't know what the original score is. We well, like the original, like uh, the official they called Kurt Geyer to official measure, and then from there, I'm like, hey, this could be a. Yeah. Or once I send in the paperwork, they're like, okay, we don't know what, we don't know like like if you had it at 126 and we have it at 128. You know, we don't know that until mm. we measure it. Then the other team measures it, and then we're like. Wait a minute! Did you guys come over here? And how did you do this? And and a muskox is fairly complicated. How you get down way down in between the two bosses or bosses, yeah. So, and then you come up with the final measurement, and then they look at the original score sheet, and then make a determination there. But we have to agree on it all four of us before. Is there any like heated discussions involved in any of these? I didn't see anything. No. So it's pretty. pretty I mean, it's. That's Everybody's on their shit. Like everybody knows what they're doing. Well, a lot of these guys that are on these these panels, you know, they've been going on it for twenty years. Yeah, yeah. It's like being invited to this panel, like uh, I don't know, like World winning the lottery, World Series. It's Is like it? top honors. Yeah, for measuring. It's like, it's like the it's like Super Bowl for me. Did you about shit yourself when you did they just send you a letter in the mail? Or they call you. Uh, well, he kind of let Slip call me. He goes, "Hey, why haven't you responded yet today?" I'm like, "About what?" I was on my way home from work, so. You know, regular working class guy. I'm coming home after 12 and a half hours. Right. You know, and I'm like, he goes, why haven't you called me yet today? I'm like, what is going on? 
well, have you got your meal yet? I'm like, no, I'm still coming home from work. I just got just got to work. And he goes, uh, well, you haven't got your meal. I'm like, nope. He goes, well, call me when you get your meal. I'm like, just tell me what's going on. He goes, I can't. You have to get your mail. So I go home. And of course. Did you have any idea? Like, were you thinking anything of it? No, I didn't have no idea what was going on. But it's 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 uh, it's from Boone and Crockett, a guy from Boone and Crockett, Justin. Right. And he knows me. And and uh, I go in the house. I'm like, who got the mail today? And, of course, my kids are all laying around. Like, oh, I think it's over there. Maybe it's over there. Uh, maybe he dropped it. I threw it up the, Coming up the driveway. <laughs> the dog ate it. <laughs> Finally, I find it. And I open it up. And I'm like. You've been invited to be in the thirty first judges panel and I'm like, Yes. Like just celebrating. It was it was the second greatest thing of of measuring I've ever had besides the letter that I got invited to be on Boone and Crockett to be in their class and I got that on my birthday. I oh really? That letter on my birthday in my driveway that time. And my wife's like, What's the matter? I'm like, I got invited to Boone and Crockett. That's, That's awesome. cool. And it was like... I love that you're so passionate about it. Oh, it's so cool. I mean, like, to be invited on the panel, like, I never thought I'd be able yeah. to get that opportunity. So you're going to be like, when you open up, like, the ethic, and you see that dude with suits on and the yeah. panel measures, you're in that group. Yeah. I haven't got an ethic for a while. I don't know if I selected... Uh, well, that's... That's Pope and Young. Yeah, that's Pope and Young. I know, but... <clears throat> well, you'll see it. You'll see it in there, I'm sure. Yeah, you'll see it in there. Are they because, quarterly? Those, no, Yeah, those are quarterly, yes. Quarterly newsletters. Fair Chase renewed Boone. in March. Fair, then, Chase is Boone, Fair Chase is Boone and Crockett, and that comes out quarterly also. I can get you a membership for that today. I'll sign up. Sign up. <laughs> I'll sign up. I'll sign up. That's cool. Me. I mean, the newsletter, and nowadays... There's so much stuff that comes in the mail. Right. Well, I'm signed, I'm a member of Pope and Young. I should have my ethic already, but I'm trying to remember the last time I got an ethic. Well, it's probably been a while. I might have done the E, the digital. Oh, yeah, I don't do that. I like the physical copies, but the hard copy. I didn't mean to do it if I did, but I haven't got one for a while. Yeah, I got it. I love it. And Fair Chase Magazine, too, from Boone and Crockett's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it actually has a feel to it. Like, it's a quality product. Yeah, it's not right. cheap magazine. It's not a shitty magazine. Right. And full ads. I mean, it's not not like that, but yeah, I'll be in there. I mean, like, they, what's it cost have, to join Boone and Crockett? Forty bucks. That's pretty cheap mm-hmm. for a year. I mean, yeah. Uh, if you get four magazines, figure it out. I mean, mm-hmm. that ain't a lot. No, mm-hmm. not at all. No. I don't. I mean, I don't know what a magazine costs these days, but it doesn't seem like a lot. About nine bucks, something like that. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I mean. They have like like if you look in the measurers manual and stuff, and they have like throwback pictures of all these guys in Boone and Crockett aprons and stuff. So they had aprons there for us, and of course I'm like, yeah, I grab that, I throw it on, I'm like, tie it on, and get to keep course, it. Yeah, I did. I that's I, awesome. I put it in my measuring bag. I'm like, still, guys, you still went home. It's going back to the cheese. Me. <laughs> so, to the I cheese. He, he got home, and that's all he had on. He walked into his wife. <laughs> I actually it. wore it for my birthday for a little bit. It was pretty fun. Big party <laughs> at, a, at a band and stuff. It was cool. That's awesome. But uh, I should have wore that today. I know it. It was, it was cool to be, go down there. It was it was kind of rough to get down there. I had to, I had to fly down and I was on crutches and stuff and yeah. leg braces and stuff and it was a little rough. But but you, you still know, went. There, yeah, I was going either way. Yeah, you can't pass that up, right? I was going either way. So did no you more. know a lot of guys there when you got there? I know quite a few. Yeah, well, some of these other guys are pretty veteran. I mean, were you nervous? Oh yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like I know a lot of people from Buda Crockett with the club and stuff. I volunteer. Right. Like right. at a cheap show, I'll do, I'll work the booth there and stuff. I'd like to go to that show. It's super fun. When is that show? February? No, it's January like 10th. No oh, shit. It's right after ATA. ATA. Yeah. It is like the second week of January. Mm. I'd love to go, but. It's like the 12th or 14th or something like that. Some year we'll go. Yeah. I want to go as like a vendor, or not as a vendor, but as like a spectator. Yeah, I just want to go see it. Yeah, you know, it's 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 amazing. I mean, to see some of the mounts that they have, Dewey Studios down there, and they have their mm-hmm. you know that sheep mountain, basically, and you know these sheep that are being taken and you know throughout the world, it yeah, it's the whole world down there. Is Sheep mm-hmm. Show the one you can go with? Like you can go with some money and throw it on an auction and get a pretty good price hunt. Ooh. Not really. I mean, no, not really. Like you can get, you can buy a auction hunt, but it's not going to be cheap. No, I thought like if you went with like a few grand, oh, you could walk away with some pretty cheap hunts because everyone's worried about sheep. Yeah, one percent. You got to be in less than one. Crush my dream. Going to less than one percent. Bring your checkbook. If you join less than one when you're down there, you can go into this. uh, It's a. They have a drawing. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's pretty popular these days. I mean, to get down there and do that, um, thirty some bucks, forty bucks to get in, and then you join the, the sheep uh, foundation also. So it's another forty bucks. I would say it's yeah, it's gonna be less than hundred bucks to get in. And with your name in there, they draw for like ten or twelve sheep hunts. Jeez, oh, that's your best chance to win a sheep hunt. North. I can't believe I'm actually saying this. So everybody else is going to be down there next to me like, hey, I guess what I won. My first time here, I'm like, I'll be like, shit. Where is the sheep show? Reno. Reno, geez. And, uh, we should go. But Let's go. It's a, like for me, I mean, why wouldn't I go? My best chance to ever go on a sheep hunt. Yeah. Because I can't yeah. afford one. I mean, they're 60, 70. They sell them in those auctions that night when you if you go to the to the dinner and everything. It's the governor's tags and stuff. Oh, and, and they do it live? Hundred eighty thousand dollars. Holy shit! Oh yeah. Oh, that's Google. I mean, that dude. Can you go and just get drunk and watch the auction? Uh, that's what I do. Dude, we gotta <laughs> go. That'd be so fun. Just watch rich dude spend yeah. two hundred grand right in front of your face. Yeah, without even like, batting an eye. I'll yeah. have another rye whiskey and I'll have another rye whiskey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The cheap one this shit. time. It's yeah. pretty. I need pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. We should go. We would actually enjoy the leisure of not working the show. Oh, yeah. It'd be fun for sure. They raise millions of dollars per night. That's crazy. That's pretty incredible. And like, does Boone and Crockett and Pope and Young have a lot to do with that too? Do they go in on that? uh, Boone and Crockett was one of the sponsors a couple years ago. But after that, I don't know if they had, they were last year because I wasn't able to go last year. My mom's health. And I wasn't able to go then, but I missed that show. But that was the first one I missed for a while. Mm. But there's I'm so sorry many, we keep getting off the panel. No, 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 like, no. There's no, so many good. interesting no. side it, stuff. It's cool <laughs> to talk about that stuff because in conversation, that's where you're going to learn that stuff. But yeah. Not a lot of people probably even know about the sheep show. Well, that's the thing. You know, I mean, I go down there and if I can win a, win a sheep hunt, that'd be great. Be a once in a lifetime thing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those guys, that's what they're, do- that's what they're doing. Okay. And well, here's the best part. Okay. The one, lesson one is pretty I love that part of it. It's this Friday night. So at the end of the sheep convention that day, then they have lesson one. So everybody's over there. And like one one year, we walked in. They give you a Yeti mug for your 75 or let's say it's 100 bucks. You give you a Yeti mug, go in. It's free beer. Just fill up your mug? 
they just get no. You just hang hang onto that, and they just give you free beer. All Blue Moon. Really? When we we're just talking about. Yeah, you guys. Did you guys hear Bucky's Blue Moon story? Yeah. One of I my buddies. Not. One of my buddies. Uh, him and his, him and his friend. Uh, they invented Blue Moon, and they started selling it at the Rocky Stadium, and then they got more popular, more popular, more popular. And then they got invited up by Coors. Uh, they wanted to talk to him about buying them out. And That's pretty incredible. <laughs> one guy left, and my buddy stayed with him. He still works for him, and he chases moose like. He sent me a great, great picture of the sheep. Let's get him in on a podcast, Bucky. He's, he's would he all, do it? Oh, yeah, he would. I would say if he's in the area, I mean, he'd probably come out this way. Are you flying? I don't know. I think so. Yeah, let's do it. He's on, he's on, well, probably a better chance of getting him out of. Out of Does he need any, like, three take, drunk dudes to go with him and drink beer and go take him moose? I'll just take him hunting sometime. Like, he chases moose all over the place. Like, <clears> really? Yeah, he's Are moose his thing? Yeah, that's his deal. Meese. Well, yeah, let's see if he wants, like, to mentor three drunk dudes. <laughs> See what Make it four. Throw you in the batch I'll, and let's go. I'll talk to John. Tell him we really love Blue Moon. Oh, well, we love his work. We just had some. Yeah. Great, <laughs> work. Work. Great work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, so you meet guys like that. And once I started going out there, I met a bunch of those guys and mm-hmm. be friends with them. And they're from all over the country, you know. It's cool. It's awesome. Just like this, you know. Yeah. Like minded people. And that's mm-hmm. what it is. I mean, really for sure. Is. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's funny, the small, like, and someone's like, oh, hey, you know, so-and-so, I'm like, we hunt? Like, that's our first question. If we don't hunt, I don't give a shit. Like, no, right, not, right? Probably don't know you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Hunters are cooler people, usually, I think. Yeah. But it, maybe it just seems that way because we're in common. Because they're interested. You get relatable with them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I was at, on the panel, so you, you meet all these guys, and, you know, some of these oh, guys sorry. are from, they're from, like, what, a couple guys from Canada or B.C., is there any guys from of, Mexico that are there? There was none this time because they didn't have anything that was uh, – mostly it's bighorn sheep, mm-hmm. desert bighorns. Um, I figured muleys would have a big chunk of like – Yeah. I don't from know. From Mexico. Yeah. There was none – nobody there from Mexico this time, but usually there is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like some of these guys, you recognize their name. Like I'm like, oh, that guy measures a lot of elk. Like mm. when you get like a you know, Fair Chase magazine or – you see repeated names. You see right. those names like, well, Fred oh, King. Fred before. King measures a lot of. He measures a lot of. He's from, he's from Montana, oh. um, so he gets a lot of that stuff. Yeah, a veteran, but he's been on there a long time. Mm-hmm. Guys like from Stan Zerbel from Wisconsin. I mean, he's measured stuff all over and mm-hmm. stuff, and he's he measures a lot. But it's fun to be on that stuff with these people that you you might not know, but that but by the end of it. I mean, you're all friends. Like, For like sure, yeah. Friend. Oh, yeah, you're, like, that close, and <laughs> yeah. you're doing, like, focused work together. Like, you're yeah. you're determining records, right, at the, yeah. this point, the top five of the year? I mean... Determining world records. So yeah. what type of pressure is it, like... What, I, I mean, you started with muskox, but, I mean, all 29 big game species in North America. Like, mm. I, the big league's got to be the whitetail, yeah. the muley, yeah. the elk, like... Yeah, it was kind of cool, because, like... You get down there, and so, like, day one, so you get in the night before, and everybody just glad-handing, and everybody has a couple of beers, and we talk, and, you know, how was your trip? Shoot the shit. So, yeah, kind of like that. Mm-hmm. The next day, we went over, and it was, uh, so it's based out of Springfield, Missouri. Uh, so everything is taking place in the Bass Pro Shop World Headquarters. Oh, yeah. So they bought a building next to it. It's Kmart building. So they use it as, like, a warehouse. So it was, like, a big room, and it was just, like, just block walls and like not fancy at all. Like, yeah, 
bunch of lights up here and there, and we just measure just everything's just world records everywhere in an old in an old Kmart. There, there, <laughs> weird. There are heads weird. and horns everywhere. everywhere. It was so cool. Like, I'm like, I walk in, I'm like, oh, just lock the door. You're like a kid in a candy store. <laughs> wearing a- leave me in here to die. Just leave me here. I'll be so honest. did you touch every animal in there? Well, I you get. As a team, you get, you know, on some, so you don't get to measure everything. But, mm-hmm. you know, some of the stuff I really wanted to measure, I didn't end up getting to measure a lot of it. Yeah. There was a big white tail from Pennsylvania, and I believe it's a new Pennsylvania state record. And I was going to be on that one, and then I get pulled off to be on something else. Mm-hmm. But, like, you get in there day one, it's like, we're just going to knock out all the uh, all the, all the the skulls. Okay, so yeah. all the bears, and we do all those. And uh, my friend Gil and I, we had measured like two bears, and they're like, "Well, we're going to do something else." And all of a sudden, they're like, "Nope, give give Bucky and Gil that uh, that non typical white tail." And I'm like, "That's weird." I'm like, "What do we do wrong?" I thought we did something wrong. Right? <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> you got kicked off the white tail. The hell, you put the back of the line, and uh, also I bring over this white tail, and I'm like, "Oh man," and he puts it down. And it's like there are there are tines everywhere, like. I'm like, this is going to be a while. And Gil's from New Mexico. Uh, Elko, or Elko, Nevada? That sounds right. And um, and he doesn't measure a lot of whitetails. And then uh, Justin comes over and goes, I just was going to give you the whitetail right away. That way I'd just get this out of the way. I'm like, <laughs> what I do to you? Right? Yeah. What I do to you? And uh, so it was three hours we took to, wow. to, to measure, measure one. Yeah, just us. How long were you down there total? A week. Damn. It's a lot of do work. You have, do you have like a cert? Do you like whitetails the best, or do you have a certain animal that you like measuring the best? No, I love them all. You love them all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of them are hard to do. Muskox's pretty tough. Yeah, I mean it's cool, but I like I like measuring sheep because well, it's just one of those things I really want to chase. Touch and just a moose. Yeah, a moose was fun to do there because like you get teamed up with the, from these guys with like Canada. Well, they measure moose all the time. Right. It was so cool. It's like. It's totally easy. They just wham, they drop a line. And I'm like, it's that easy? Yep. And I always struggle with it a little bit because I don't, you I don't do get it. to touch a lot. You don't get to do it all the time. But yeah, I really hit it off of it. That there's a guy from Canada there, Heath, Heath Drager. I, he and I were, yeah, he could be from Wisconsin. Really? Oh, yeah. He did just fine. Okay, he can drink. Ain't too far off. Oh, yeah, he can, uh, he's, he's like six foot something. He's just a giant. This is a giant guy. Just Norwegian as fuck. <laughs> <He's just> like, <laughs> whatever the hell you guys super are. Super fun. Super like, you know, you know, you're just drinking water and coffee and whatever during the day, but at the end of the day, you know, everybody goes to, goes to eat somewhere and we all socialize together and talk about hunts and yeah. drink a beers. That'd be yeah. fun. Super fun. Kind of an honorable thing in, in itself, but also like honorable like in the camaraderie. Like yeah. you're cutting it up with like measuring legends. Yeah. You're but, a measuring legend. You know that, right? No, no. You're in the mix. Yeah, yeah, you are. Why the fuck now. would they invite you if you weren't? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you guys just... had some pretty good uh, scoring stories back in the day. Like Always. Some screwed up ones, like crazy people bringing stuff in. Well, you bring stuff like, like that white tail. Like that white tail we got. That <laughs> That's was a good topic. That was a good one. I mean, a lot of guys are like, so what do you do here? And I'm like, this is what I would do. Yeah. Like, and, you know, when you get to talk about it, you know, and it was a good conversation. Mm-hmm. He yeah. ended up. He ended up in the two sixties. Two, non typical. Incredible, Louisiana. So we want to cut through some pictures here that you have. Yeah, sure. Um, and we'll try to be as audible with them for the podcast. 
uh, depending on how this episode cranks. I just what I'm worried about is saying we're going to crank this out on video and it not translate to the photos type. Oh right, right. You know what I mean? Eric, grab a couple of beers. Yeah. Um. So this first one, do you want to just cut through them in the order that they're in? Yeah, and some of the scores, if I don't mention it, um, that's because the Boone and Crockett has to notify the trophy owners what the final score is. Yeah. Now this episode is going to be well after you know close to the awards and. And that'll already be out, but my score that we had on our score sheet might not be the official score. Just maybe oh. avoid it. Maybe say right around. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Some guy's yeah. watching. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. And and I don't know how this is going to work out. I don't know how. I'm not a video editing expert, yep. and I don't want to promise something and then be like, what the fuck? It never came out. Yeah. So if it's out, you see it. If it's not, yeah. you know, I'm sorry. Well, that's cool. So what's up with this goat? That's a monster, first of all, but. Yeah. Arizona, I believe. Arizona. That's a spot for antelope, isn't it? In the 90s. Well, it's too super tough to pull a tag. Is it? Almost impossible, yeah. Um, Are they all like that down there? Just mondos? Well, I don't know about that. I mean, that thing is huge. That's pretty uh, pretty substantial. I mean, he's like, yeah, 45 aside, something like that. I mean, that's pretty giant. 18 inches. What's a, booner, what's a booner pronger? Uh, 80. 80, and that was what? 90 ish. Holy smokes. Somewhere I'll take one of those. Giant. That's that white tail. Wow. Yeah, he's pretty. So now what I pictured when you said 260. Well, he's got a small frame. Yeah. But you're from Iowa. <laughs> True. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, Eric, you might that, actually. That deal like 260 to you? I don't even know what's going on there. <laughs> <laughs> I get oh, pretty, sorry. I got pretty good video of it. Actually, I got some. I got a couple of videos. Look at that hat, though. What's up? Yeah, yeah, I like how you rocked our stuff. That looks wow. Dude, that's, a, that's, a begin, that's a beginning are. of the week, and I don't I'm know why the like, stood out in the back. More. I'm just like lock the door. Leave me in here to die. I'm gonna need a minute. Look at all the animals there, and just that one picture. Yeah, caribou do not look. I measured someone. I did my measuring class, and I that's the last time I measured one. So a caribou are so freaking cool. They're pretty cool. And actually, like, I would love to have, like, a shoulder mount for sure because their hide is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's, like, it's so soft. I mean, it's just crazy how nice their hide is. Um, We measured that, but I don't know what the score was off the top of my head. Holy moose. Gee willikers. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's pretty impressive. Like, it was so heavy, they picked it up. And handed it to you? And then I walked in behind it and held it, and then they backed up. I mean... Two guys lifted that up for you. Yes. That's like almost... Of course. Almost like your waist to your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course, I had bad legs. So I'm like, yeah, I can't back that up. They're like, oh, we'll help you. There's a guy standing behind him. You wow. just can't see him. This is magic legs. Isn't that something? That's the same moose? I believe it is, yeah. Yeah, that is. Holy moly. Guacamole. God dang, man. That's the new number. South Dakota Ram? Nope. Number five. Oh. Um, Bighorn Sheep. Um, that's actually off of Wild Horse Mountain or Wild Horse uh, Island. And that's in uh, Montana. So it's a mm. state refuge for Montana. And they grow like this. They have this genetically in crazy uh, herd of bighorn sheep. Like they're all giants. Oh really? I think there's three 
out of the top five or six that are off that island. No kidding. Wow. Where at? And what's Wild Horse Island in Montana? Really? It's and to to get a sheep like that in your hand is like it's so Once massive. In it's like so massive. You can't even like uh, just imagine just holding its its head up. I mean, it's just so heavy. It's insane. That was uh, but that and so that sheep because it was because it was picked up and it's collected. Oh, so that can be entered into the record book. So the Montana Game of Fish they donated that to the Heads and Horns collection. And that sheep will forever be in the Heads and Horns collection, which will be in Springfield, Missouri forever. No kidding. Well, that's Springfield, cool. Missouri, that's where the Heads and Horns collection that was actually started by, by Roosevelt and yeah. and Bergenell. That's how that started and it started in the Bronx Zoo. Oh yeah. And it it's been moving around. It was in Cody, Wyoming when I saw it years ago. And now it's in the Springfield, Missouri. But it's so, pretty cool to see it. So you're saying they, they found that ram dead? Dead, yeah. And then the other, like one and wow. two, were also dead. Okay, and they and both came off that island. So I think all three, three all three in the top five, I think, came off that island. Like that's incredible. That is insane. Yeah, that's Ray Grace and I. He's from. Uh, he's a record director for Pope and Young. I'm dead. Rocking pull back and let go the whole time. Rocking the Boone and Crockett apron. Huh? Just killing it. Just a regular Midwest guy. Do them elves slicker and shit. Gee Willikers. Isn't that like? It's incredible Whoa. how it's like half elk, half moose. Massive they are. That one's a freaking. What what spe- uh, subspecies of elk are those? Well, the one on the left is from Pennsylvania. Ugh. And that's considered wild. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. That's wild elk. Holy shit! Yeah. Actually, I, I had, it's like a drop time, basically. Yes, it's a non-typical. Um, <laughs> He's ginormous. Like just to pick it up. He's ginormous. Is that the same elk? That is. Yeah. Not. It, yes, it is. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh! Look at that thing. Oh freak! My. Yeah. <laughs> what a freak! <laughs> Getting into it. Measuring that all serious. That's your that, serious that face one, right there. That one tine on that elk, or one, two, the three. The one. Three of the non-typicals are over 18 inches. <laughs> the mass on it is just, it's incredible. Let me see here. 12 inches on the base. So are you kidding? No. On each base. The foot. That's a foot. That's a foot. It's giant. It's a big foot. Oh, my gosh. What a great animal, huh? Measuring that giant white tail. That's a good moose. God dang. So that's what you say by drawing the line right there? Yeah, that's a Shiras. That's a, you know, you would think that's a, you would think that's a A big Canada moose or whatever. Nope, that's a Shiras. Yeah. giant. I've seen some giant Shiras moose alive. Yeah. In a unit that I guess was like a 17 point unit. Oh, yeah. In Colorado. Yeah. And I was the only reason I know how big it was. One, I thought they were huge. But I saw two of them together, and I was with Jeremy from Buckstorm. Mm-hmm. He's like, dude, you'll never see a Shire's moose bigger than those. He goes, those are both Boone and Crockett. Really? Like monsters. I saw a big one in Wyoming one time. Really? Giant. Yeah, it ran <laughs> away. I've never seen a moose. Did we tell this story on the podcast? I don't think we have, think yet. have yet. <laughs> this is worth the intermission from um, – we're interrupting you again, Bucky. We're fucking great at that. 
It's Sorry. okay. Sorry, Sorry it's all my fault. We were going through Jackson Hole after our bear camp, and like, there's something annoying about seeing like all these people like just like disregarding respect for animals by like just crowding them, and everyone's parked on the side of the road and traffic rules at that point. Do you know what I mean? Kind of, it's just kind of like, man, let them do their things. Like take pictures, but kind of be respectful. What are you doing? Like the whole time I drive through, I'm like, I hope you get stomped out by Mama Moose. You know, <laughs> a little harsh. But uh, but also like it's hard to feel bad for people when they're they're pushing the boundaries. You see people getting fucked up by bison and Yellowstone. Well, Yellowstone alone—they're always getting hurt because people are they disrespect the animal. They have no common sense. I think you're pretty neat, but I respect your distance. That's like right. that's what you need to operate on. Operate on that. Think of that there. guy. But anyway, uh, all these people are getting out. I'm like, it ran away. I yelled out the window. <laughs> yeah, there's like 12 cars lined up. There's people like running up trying to get pictures. Yeah, there's like an Asian, trying by. It ran away. Like an Asian family <laughs> taking pictures. Like, they ran away. <laughs> I mean, hey. Let's see that. Like, go back to that. So the buckets there were holding the, that's a, or the, the roof was leaking. So it's like, it's not fancy, but it's like, you know. The old Kmart. If you look at it, look at an animal like that. Okay. And. It was so cool because I'm holding it. I'm rolling it upside down. I'm tipping it side, getting the main beam off it and stuff, and you know, measuring this and that. You're actually in the shoes of the hunter just for a split second. Yeah, yeah. To be able to walk up on an animal like that and pick it up, it's got to be just like, it's got to be just once in a lifetime. I'd be nervous just moving that thing around. I, well, it, it, it was so heavy. It's not like you're going to snap it. True, you know, like, true. You have to be super careful. I mean, there is that. You know, right. Well, what's the hunter thing when he has to ship out his animals like this? Like, it's got to be kind of nerve wracking, right? Yeah, I have a video actually. It's in here, and all these crates. There are just crates everywhere of all these giant crates, and they're like, well, the the full mounted sheep and stuff. They come in a crate. They get invited. I'm not sure how that works. So I don't know who pays for the shipping, but a lot of it's shipped into Cabela's or Bass Pro, right? So they take the freight. So they know for what they're it. doing. Yeah, yeah, they take the freight for it. That's a muskox. The boss. Of, isn't that the boss, right? Yeah, that's a boss, yeah. That's measured. You have to get it weighed on in there and then measure across and get a circumference. And so I do weird. remember that from measuring school, and I know like on the mounts they cram hair, loose yeah. hair in that. It's hard to get in there. To yeah. patch it. It's nice that it's not mounted so it doesn't have the hair in there so you can get down to the bottom of the boss. It's insane. That's, that's a number five sheep. Wow. Yeah. That head probably weighs like 100 pounds. <laughs> Just, it's amazing. I, I want to say the base are like 16. <laughs> hey, that's over a They're foot. Like that big. Did I tell the story how I got yelled at in measuring class? You know, See how you guys have your steel tapes yeah. over the horns? Yeah. I didn't have my steel tape yet. And they were like, shit, we, had, we were measuring sheep. And I ran a cable over it and taped it. And I was like, well, until I get my tape, I at least like kind of want to see what it is. A lot of curiosity. And, uh, I won't drop the guy's name, but it, yeah. he pissed me off pretty bad. Yeah. I'll tell you after. He's like, no, 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 no. Stop the whole class. Uh -oh. And like called me out for running a cable on of it instead of a steel tape. And the whole time I'm like, man, you could have just came up and been like, hey, man, can you just wait to get your steel tape? Yeah. But I was just curious. I wanted to run the steel cable to see what, how big it was. Yeah, yeah. So I was like doing it because they had to like still get them for us or whatever. Was he, was he mad that you used the cable or was he mad because he jumped ahead and just He was mad measure? that I used the cable instead of the steel tape. Mm. And like he, the way he did it, I was just like, dude, you didn't, like I wouldn't have just be like, you didn't have to be a fucking asshole about that. Like right. you could have just came up and been like, yeah. hey, let me grab your tape for you if you're that anxious to measure it. Yeah. Um, I think he's dead. 
now, but <laughs> um, I'll tell you later. Fell but off a cliff. I think he's a great guy. I think he just like he probably got excited. Yeah, but I was <laughs> excited. Yeah, well then. Say there's a lot of mean, but I, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in the room when you have all those. Yeah, big, big but stuff. I wanted to just see what it was oh, right. sitting in front of me. I'm like, I'm gonna, what's the difference? That yeah. cable ain't going to stretch. Right. But anyway, that's a, that's the first thing I thought of when I saw that. That's a good sheep. He might not be dead. Sorry if you are. Isn't that awesome? That he's dead? I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> Dude, that is insane. How how much does that head weigh? How much does that shoulder mount weigh on that sheep? I didn't I didn't hang it. Thank God. There's no way I was touching it. No. Uh-uh. Nope. They probably just put that one sheet of drywall up just for that. I don't know. <laughs> I think we did. It looks like one sheet. <laughs> they had video and stuff there. They were doing videos on it. How big was that musk ox there? Uh, almost one thirty. What's a monster like? What, what's what's a, a Boone and Crocker or Pope and Young? That's it. One thirty. Oh, that is. That's a new world record. No, no, no. What's oh, the minimum? Oh. Um, I'll tell you. Mm, I think it's one oh five. Oh damn! So it just blew it out of the water. Yeah. One oh five. One oh five. One oh three. So do these hunters have a pretty good idea? Like, if you shoot a musk ox, like, hey, potential new record musk ox. You know what I mean? Do they know? They should. I mean, the guide should be able to tell them. And like a musk ox, a lot of those are shot up by Nunavut. Nunavut. Yeah. Like, they shoot almost all the musk ox. I don't know. Everything I see. Where the hell's that at? It's up towards our Arctic Circle. Like, really cold. Yeah. And it's not any fun. No. But you can hunt them in different times of the year, but it's like a wig. It's, it's 105, yeah. <laughs> it does look like a wig. <laughs> it does. <laughs> just a toupee on a buffalo. It's just a giant, though. I mean, I measured a couple, though. So that's the new world record? That's the new world record, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Some slammers. Big-ass bears. Wow. Like, what were them bears? Uh, they are both grizzes. Um, hey, guys, we're interrupting. Doing the biz, you know what I mean? That's right. So we do up here. That's what we do up here in the biz. Tis what it is. The podcast is brought to you by Loophole Optics, and right now we're talking about the RX Full Draw Five. Mm. Um, I have that baby. I used it in bear camp this spring. I do not have everything set up on it, um, as far as like the arrow trajectory marks and stuff like that. Um, But here we go. Built for the bow hunter and the competitive archer. Um, the most ballistically advanced archery rangefinder on the market. It uses your bow's velocity, peep height, arrow weight, um, and the angles of your shot. It calculates laser accurate ranges based on your specific gear. So, in working class terms, you enter your information. And you know whether or not you're going to hit that limb or not when you shoot your bow. So, yeah. from the 3D range to hunting, it's a bow hunter designed specifically. For guys like Doug, they do the math for you, so you don't have to. Don't it's basically to. taking the step of like the angle compensation takes it to another yeah. level, so you're just more aware of everything else. Um, kick-ass rangefinder. Um, I've had a few loopholes rangefinders, and I've enjoyed every one of them. Love them. To be honest with you, the podcast is also brought to you by Trophy Line. Right now, they have one. If you don't have a Ropeman one, you need to get on that for your safety needs. But uh, like the saddle kits that you can get, if you're wanting to get into saddle hunting, they sell complete kits, everything you need, the Covert Light saddle kit. Um, they even have fancier saddles, Covert Prime saddle kits. Um, they're the shit. They're great people, and they're 
uh, American-made platforms and sticks. So why would you not support them? What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> Should I not do that on my plugs? No, you're good. No, it's great. Um, also, the new Flex from Spy Point is coming any day. We're getting excited. Format button on the camera for your SD cards. This is the biggest deal for me. Over-the-air firmware updates. You, your camera, once you put it out, never has to come back to your house yeah, never. unless you're going to do something wild to it. Um, Over-the-air firmware updates. No matter whether you like it or not, technology, your phone, other cell cams, whatever, is going to need a firmware update eventually. If you can fucking do it without leaving your house or do it from your phone with the spy point app. Aren't you already winning? We're all busy. You don't got time to go grab your camera and that precious spot, pull it out, do a firmware update, go back into your spot and, and do that again. Um, over the air card formatting, huge deal. Yep. Dual mm-hmm. SIM auto connectivity. It doesn't matter what cell service you got in the area. It's going to find what works for it. That, it's going to find you that test button too, though. I mean, how many times you set up a cell camera and you walk in front of oh, it eight yeah. million times until it takes a picture? And then you sit there and wait while it takes more pictures? Yep. Until <laughs> it finally says it to your phone. Where's the easy button? It's fixing all trail camera inconveniences. It so really is. It's a big deal. And I'm, no more using sticks either, people. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, I hear you. No sticks behind it. Listen to the podcast. And thermoseat. Um, right now, I mean, we talk about the D-wedges, the tree stand replacement seats. They also have, like... Insulated body mats for the mechanics. I got to get down on oily, nasty floors. We know how that is. We always call them um, airplane mats. That's yeah. what we call them at deer. Or throw it on your cot. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, stay warm. Stay warm. That's a move right a little, there. A little, little layer of insulation between you. That's a move. Yeah, insulated body mat. There you go. Twenty two ninety nine. Save deal? yourself some money. WCTS at thermoseat.com. Throw it on the back of your truck. Take a nap. You have a, you have a warm-ass body, and you save some money. What's up? <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. <laughs> Victory Sick. Arrows. Um, I'm shooting the RIP TKOs. They have a ton of options for hunting if you can't get them. Um, in a store near you, Black Ovis has an arrow builder. So you can have Victory Arrows built through Black Ovis and shipped to your house. That's amazing. What the hell else? Don't get much easier us? than that. That's right. I feel like I'm mad at our ads this week. Like I'm just like yelling at people to just do what we say. <laughs> And last but not least, SlickTrick.net. Um, a lot of new heads coming out. Uh, the SS3, the Assailant, the Raptor Trick, the Viper Trick. Some of those are familiar heads for us. We've talked about them in the past. Um, they're all awesome. Use code WCB. Get yourself into some good killer broadheads. They're all kick-ass. And back to the show. Thanks for being here. Damn. Grizzly skulls are nuts. That one's got a hole in it. Oh, really? Yeah. If you got you go a couple pictures, yeah. From the hunter killing it there? Yeah. Like he shot at the head on purpose or getting charged? Or do you know the story? I don't know. know. We don't get to hear that part of it. That sucks. I know. So you're kind of like drawing conclusions while you're doing it? Kind of. You know, it could have went up, you know, through the chest and exited out one side of the head. I mean, they're pretty, I want to say they're. Look at that ram in the background. Woof. Woof. That's right. Woof. Grizzly bears are man eaters, aren't they? They don't like people. They like eating them. <laughs> they don't like people. <laughs> That's why when you said you're going in high altitude, I'm like, there's a lot of bears up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bought my 15 round bear spray. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I'm willing to do the paperwork if it gets that close. That's right. So that that's actually kind of cool. Um, Like that picture. That was locked. 
No, that's just they're just laying there on top oh. of each other. So all those heads, those are all kids. Are you yeah, kidding? Those awesome. are all kids entries. So they don't. They're not necessarily you know top five, top ten. Any anyone that's under sixteen that shot, shot a trophy animal. If if I'm measuring something for you and you're under sixteen, and I check that box, they'll invite you. Oh no, kidding! Yeah. So anyone, for, anyone under sixteen can yeah, go. Yeah. That's wow! Awesome. Still, they'll get your head out there that and everything. Is huge. But isn't that cool? It's very cool. So someone under sixteen shot that moose. Yes. Was the both of them? Yeah. There's two. <laughs> There's that PA elk. That thing was the talk of the town, huh? Well, it it was. It's massive. I think that might be a different one. No, it's got the same. No, that's the same one. That one's cool, actually. I I came home. <laughs> it's a elk out of. Uh, uh, tribal land in Arizona. Uh, <clears throat> it's tribal land. And measured it. It's pretty big. And I came home, and I was home for a couple of days, and I spent Tuesdays with my mom, and uh, she needs help and stuff, health. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I said, I measured this stuff, and I'm a laptop, and I'm showing her pictures. She's like, is that a, what is that thing? You know, she has no idea, you know. Just a regular old farm girl from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's it's a pretty big elk. It's from uh, Arizona somewhere. And and I'm like, we're talking about it. And then we went through. So she was crocheting or something. So she's doing that. And I'm sitting at the table and I'm flipping through a Bollinger magazine or something. And I look and I'm like, boy, that elk looks giant. And I page it again. I'm like, there it is again. I'm like, son of a bitch. Is that an elk I measured? <laughs> I get my laptop and I look. I'm like. It's the same elk. Oh, that's awesome! It was awesome because it like so because of COVID they had, they couldn't hunt. They didn't want to bring anybody in to hunt. So it was somebody from the tribe. He ended up shooting that thing with his bow, I believe. Wow! No kidding. Yeah, it's a cool connection. Well, and he's he's got like he's got tines on top of his eye guards. That's how I could tell. Oh yeah. Oh. I want to say he was in his four thirties. <clears throat> wow, four yeah. thirty. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the one. Giant caribou. <clears throat> There's a muskox. That's the hole you're talking yeah, about. That big hole. Come on. Wow. Exited through his head. He what a bummer. That's Alaska. Yeah, that does look like a. That's an exit for sure. <laughs> yeah, that thing's huge. But yeah, I mean they're over four, over two feet. What ram was that? The all white one. Doll sheep. That's pretty. A doll. Yeah, actually, that's the most affordable sheep if you would ever want. Really, to. they're yeah. the prettiest. Yeah, they're yeah, they're all white like that. Yeah, when you say affordable, what are we talking? Mm, Forty. Is that Forty thousand dollars? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. No yen. It? <laughs> <laughs> Is that pesos we're talking about here? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Brazilian reais. Yeah, can you convert you can, this for me, please? You can hunt them. You can hunt two of them if you can trade them for like a John Deere tractor. Like I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, dick suck. Isn't that crazy? Shit fuck. <laughs> but that's they're pretty cool. Can I sell huh? a kidney for that much? <laughs> oh, I yeah, even, I'm I sure. Even, I don't even know if you can do that. I don't know if you get that much. Not yours. Oh, I don't think so. My kidneys are good. Nobody it's it's my kidney. liver that's all fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so nobody wants your compromised kidneys. <laughs> yeah. That's cool, man. The big meese. That one's actually pretty your kidney cool. And go go this one. See that one? On his right side, his palm comes and turns in and makes a shelf. 
You can't see it here. I have, I have a video of it if you keep going. Giant. That's that non-typical moose. That's oh, yeah. The magazine yard. Yeah. Yep, he's got them points. God, caribou are so freaking cool. Really cool. I figured Jordan would like that one. A little pullback and let, let go, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is a video. Oh, that was. I believe it is. Does it play it? And don't think it is. That's just a two by four. Keep going. Yep, that's a piece of wood. <laughs> that's just more exciting. You, you measure that. Yeah. Full mount. That's a pretty good one. You know, the thing with caribou is you measure from the top of the tines. You actually measure to the bottom of the palm, mm. like the bottom of the beam. And you don't do that on any other animal. God, look at how big their nose is. It isn't a half inch, a point for yes. a caribou? Yeah. Well, that's weird to me. Yeah, yeah right. Well, why is that? I have no idea. Who who decided that? Call your people, Bucky. Roosevelt and his buddy. Is it me or is that just a weird mount? It's just like stain in there. I think it's the angle. That's cool. Uh, it's the angle of the dangle. It is cool. Those are way up north, aren't they? Yeah. Giant elk. That's a different elk. There's, is that that Tennessee buck? Yeah, I think it's Louisiana. Oh. That's that crazy one. Yeah. That is uh, sick of blacktail. Oh, wow. no kidding. Yes, it's big. That looks like a white yeah. tail. Yes. Or some sort of muley. It looks like a white tail muley hybrid. He's got something going on on his left side there. And uh, it was it was quite, it was pretty interesting to measure it. It ranks fairly high. And I don't know what place it is in Pope and Young, but it's pretty high. Because that little point's probably part of his base there, ain't it? No, actually, I think it comes off a little bit. But he's all garbled up on his, uh, like where he wanted to come off a G2 or G1. Like his base is yeah his base came off and was kind of screwed up, pretty incredible either way. Take yeah, it for sure. Yeah, this is pretty cool. That is, that should be a video. That does look like a wig. Looks like a video. He's just sitting there. Um, I might have to click on these videos separate. Yeah, Billy Goat. Yep. What's up with the skull? It's just dry. Oh, Billy Goat. Look how long his beams are. That elk. Yeah, that's unreal, dude. <laughs> it's, keep going. It's so big. <laughs> this has got to be pretty incredible, man, to like... You were in heaven, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Get to see these yeah. animals and these <laughs> yeah. giant sheep. You just tell like, the way you're talking when you're to see a yeah. picture. Like, oh, this is... I would love to kill a sheep, but man, it seems so out of touch. Wait, this wasn't that long ago then, huh? No, this is uh, April. Oh, shit, just a couple months ago. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, sheep seem out of touch to me. Yeah. See that guy there? Yeah. That's a veteran shout-out. Oh, yeah. We still got to do that. Yeah. He's it. Was that your, like, partner for the week or whatever? That was for one day, but I've known him a long time. I met him at the sheep show a couple times. He's he's actually a guy I look up to. Yeah, we got to do that. Don't forget. Yeah, we won't forget. Slammers, man, everywhere. That's a coos deer. That's a coos deer? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Typical coos white-tailed deer. How does everybody say coos deer on there? Cows. Cows, really? Yeah, well, that's 101. Cows? Yeah. That's a deer, though. I was in kindergarten. That's not how you spell cow. Yeah, I know it. Pretty. It's a guy's last name, right? Uh, Yeah, I think it's something like that, yeah. That's where I derive from. 
People are going to listen to this episode like, what the fuck are they talking about? Because they can't see these pictures. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I'm kind of, I'm not trying to rush through them, but I also want to be uh, considerate. That freaking antelope. Yeah, some of those are video of the crate. Let me see if we can go back to a couple videos here. Yeah. I'm going to do my best to try and get these cranked. I just hope it lines up. Yeah. That's cool. It's fascinating, man. We're going to share them with you guys. I mean, it's cool to see some of that stuff. And yeah, the no, videos are awesome. The videos aren't working on here for some reason. That's pretty Maybe wild. it's how, so, I, maybe it's how I, I put them on this SD card. So now that you got invited, can you be invited again? Yeah, I could be. They don't have the same guys every year. They switch it up, or uh, yeah, they change out. I don't know, probably a couple percent of them. Yeah, um, Pope and Young will also do a. They also do a panel, you know, separately. Is there guys that do both Boone and Crockett and Pope and Young every year? Yeah, a lot of guys. It's I mean, got to be exhausting. It's got to be well, and financially, I mean, you're getting down there, taking a week off. Yeah, because you're not getting paid at all for this. No, Mm-mm. you got to be compensated for your travel and stuff, right? Um, you know, the travel's out of our pocket. Really? really? They took care of the rooms for the night, for the week. Straight passion project, man. Kind of. It is. I mean, it is, but I mean, I'm never going to be able to do that again, maybe. Which is maybe. cool. Uh, which, I mean, I was part of that. You'll do So it. now the, the awards are coming up in a couple of weeks in July, uh, end of July. And mm-hmm. you can say you've been, you were part of that. Well, they 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 do give us a little like thing during the last night. They invite us all on stage and... I think is for our service. That That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. cool. Well, what other things are, and I don't know, maybe this is, uh, maybe you don't know, mm-hmm. but what other things are like these other measures doing to bring like awareness to the club or like doing, like to get the awareness of like, Hey, this is what we're doing as measures. Check this out. This is cool. Well, exposure for it, I guess. Everybody individually does all this stuff that I do. I mean, like when you have a trophy that comes into your, to your house and you're doing that stuff out of your time and you're, you're yeah you're spreading that message of conservation whatever it might be you know Bowenting conservation or Puna Crockett or mm-hmm. Pope Young or it might be even your local club you know yeah I mean um, you know like one of the leaders from Tony Shunin from uh, from Boone and Crockett it was one night we went to you know, went to a hospitality room for Boone and Crockett and we're all sitting there and we're having whiskey and whatever talking about hunting and laughing and joking it was fun by sitting on a bed and on a chair and we're just you know shooting the shit and tony said uh he goes hey everybody i want your attention and it's like oh shit he's just he's gonna talk everybody shut up you know he's that guy <laughs> he kind of that guy you know? yeah it's like he's the head of the, the office there at boone and crockett and uh, he goes i want to thank all you guys for your service uh that you do for boone and crockett and the, the message you spread for for conservation and stuff like that so thanks yeah and i was like and it was real quiet, and I'm like, oh, I gotta shut up! I gotta shut up! I'm like, hey, Tony, <laughs> actually, this is what we want to do. I mean, mm. we get to tell the message to every single person that comes to our door. You know, that's the fun of it. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, that's why. That's why. That's I get to hear everybody's hunting story, mm-hmm. big, small, or indifferent. I mean, or even the ones that get away. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I mean, I get to hear that, and it's just because I do it. It's not because sure, of, not because of money. You know? yeah. It's so awesome that you're so passionate about it. Oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> I mean, just you get all these people, you get to hear all these stories, and you know, it might be from all over the world. I mean, a guy called me, and I measured some stuff for him. He's a good guy, and uh, he calls me. and goes, "Hey, um, you know anything about them sheep? You ever hunt those things?" I'm like, 
I've never hunted him, buddy. But and uh, I said I haven't hunted him yet, but I said I'd love to. He goes, well, I know you're talking about the one night you were over measuring my my musk oxen. You know what? I thought to hell with it. I'm just going to go hunt them. So I I got a I got a doll sheep hunt. I'm like, well, good job. I said, when's that going to be? Oh, it's going to be this fall. Buy me one. He goes, but he knows a guy that knows a guy that has a client that just backed out down to Mexico and he offered a desert big horn. You think I should do it? I'm like, damn, Jerry, I don't know if, if you think you can do it, man. I, you should jump all over it if it's a good price. He goes, you know what? The hell with it. I'm just going to do it. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you later. Okay, okay bye. <laughs> Click. He just dropped like 40. <laughs> That's it? You know, 40, 50, whatever, 60, whatever it was. You know, and he's like, and uh, so it was a couple weeks later. Well, it was a couple quite a few weeks actually it was the night before i got hurt uh, before a tree fell on me and and his son and uh soon to be wife were in my they're my shop where i was measuring deer for them and i entered them into pope young and uh and he goes oh hey jerry just shot a shot a bighorn down in uh, mexico i'm like no way so i i texted him uh, about a week ago or so i'm like get that cheap jacket and he's like no it's like six months Oh really? Yeah. yeah so be he's gonna have you measured. I'm sure, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just so funny. That's hey, pretty cool. You done one of those? No. Yeah, I'm doing it. You know about those sheep things? <laughs> those sheep things. Just a regular guy. You know, he's like, he's like, like he's a regular rabbit in his backyard. You know. Yeah. But one he worked his things. ass off. I mean, he's he's worked his ass off, built a big business, and it's awesome. Done well, and he's like, I'm gonna go hunting. Is it pretty standard oh, practice for those guys dream. to full mount those when they kill them? A sheep. Yeah, uh, it all depends. Um, if you have the space for it, I mean, I think he's adding on to his house for for like Tom Moran style, uh, something like that. But he has a moose in there. He's got a couple of pretty big. He has a full size muskox. They're not that big. Size. They're big, but they're not that big. Not really, but they got to be standing on something. Yeah, yeah. You can't she, just have them on the. Ground. I mean, what's a full size muskox weigh? Oh, they're they're smaller than a than a bison. They're not um, as big as you think, though. They're they're stout and long, kind of. They're short. Right. Remember at Peterson's? I wasn't there. Oh, you weren't there. I thought you left PA. Huh? When we were out of PA, we went to Peterson's Bowling. Yeah, yeah, I left already. You were there, weren't you? Yeah. Remember that one full mount bison they had in there? It was not that big. Their size no, was small. It wasn't. It was like in her office room. Like a small pony. Yeah, oh, it's no like a kidding. mini horse, kind of. Yep. No kidding. Yeah. I thought they were they're, bigger than that. It's like a long mini horse. Hmm. And their hair is super I've just seen them on videos and pictures and stuff. And if you the, took the only a, thing other thing staying around is more muskox, you know. If you made a mini horse like one and a half times, that's a that's a muskox. Hmm. Terrible comparison, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're yeah. saying, though. Yeah. Like, if we wanted to put one right here in the studio on the wall, it'd be tight, but we could make it fit. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Hmm. They're beautiful in their mouth. You know, they're a pain in the ass to mount. They gotta be just. They said it takes them forever to comb them out. Oh, it's got to. It's all matted. He had beautiful matted hair. And, <laughs> oh, got dingleberries everywhere. I'm sure with all the hair. Man. Oh yeah, they're wild looking. They're Pretty Arctic cool. cows, man. Yeah. What do they, they eat are? out there? Ice. <laughs> Snow. Did, did they get out hair straighteners and like Eskimo tears? <laughs> Eskimo tears. <laughs> Eskimo <laughs> tears. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Probably offensive to somebody somewhere. Oops. <laughs> they don't some, internet, Eskimo, don't worry. some Eskimo out there, they're all pissed off. Some guy listened to our podcast. This is bullshit. I've never cried up here. Yeah, and I'm freezing. <laughs> it freeze. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Uh, I don't know. That'd be cool. Um, muskox would be a neat to do, yeah. but it's not like... 
It's, it's not high on my list because I don't like being that cold. It's, it's affordable. affordable. That's the only reason why it's on the radar. But you can you don't have to hunt them in the cold either. I mean, you can hunt them when it's not cold. But like, you got to hunt them when it's cold, though, right? That's part of the I gig. I don't know. I, uh, one, of my, uh, one of my buddies shot one. It wasn't ice. It was all grain no. out? Yeah. Really? So like 40s? It wasn't too bad. But they're like on the tundra, you know, like they're feeding on brush and berries. And That'd shit. be kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, that would be all right. I wonder if the hair windy. is different. Like if it's just. I don't know. I bet it wasn't. I bet it wouldn't be. Yeah, the summer hair. That's good. That's nice. They get a haircut for the summer. <laughs> <laughs> they all got mullets. <laughs> <laughs> Muscat mullets. <laughs> nice. Sick. Hey, sick, dude. Skin fades. I like it. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but man, maybe. it's cool. Like you're that involved in that. Like you got that top honors as a measure, and then here you are. You're hitting your low of the year, talking to a bunch of yeah. idiots. <laughs> what a right. low of the year! I mean, it's <laughs> just it's kicking ass year, with your knowledge. Year. But yeah. it's cool because you you know you get to share that with people. Don't they'll never know what uh, a bighorn sheep is, like how big yeah. it really is. Right, dude. I bet you a lot of our listeners didn't know there was a panel. Yeah, I only know about it because of. Pope and Young, you know, being kind of not, I'm not, I won't even consider myself involved anymore, but. No, I didn't know there's so many different <clears throat> species of caribou until you just read them off. Isn't that I thought caribou were just caribou. Yeah. I do want to get a caribou. I do too. It, I, I, it's up there on my list yes. as well. Yeah. Like to be able to get down there and see all that stuff is, that's really something else. It's cool, man. And it's a cool community to be a part of. Like, I do think. Whether or not I know, like a lot of your measuring buddies are probably going to listen to this podcast because you're on, and they probably listen to the last one. They probably listened to was the last time you were on, which is cool. Like I don't think so. Welcome back, but <laughs> um, no, I'm drawing them. the The club is, I mean, I don't know. Like, probably could do a better job appealing to the younger crowd. Like, and they're probably just like a harsh. I mean, they're they're always trying to have maybe a youth initiative. I mean, yeah. They're trying to get people in, in any organization. Now you're not going to be able to find kids. It's tough, right? I mean, come on, you can't do. I can't even get them to pay attention at the dinner table. Sometimes yeah, can't even afford to you pay know. attention. You know? Yeah, what right. do you do with like phones and TikTok and Joe Biden and all this shit? Everybody put your phone in the middle of the table. That's the way to do it, right? I mean, really, no. But <clears throat> some of these animals that are that are taken. All right, so let's say um, maybe not the bighorn sheep, okay? Because that's a little bit different. Okay, like a one of those moose, okay? If that guy didn't enter it, he wouldn't have to. Mm-hmm. And no one would ever know. It's never right. marked yeah. anywhere. And that's what we can do is like, you know, we're citizens. We're citizen scientists. That guy passed away and all of a sudden it's in some tavern somewhere collecting dust. Yep. Yeah, that's been a topic of conversation a lot in the past years. Like, what happens to all your taxidermy? Like, Right. If What's Tom Moran to do? I mean, I'm sure he's got. I know he's got kids, but like, what do they don't give a fuck about any of this stuff when he yeah. when he passes away? I mean, you sell yeah, it. He could live for a while yet, and his kids could have a collection already. And then you get yeah. My buddy Jim Burns passed away. Man, he had a bunch of animals, and I ne- I never met his wife in my life. Right. But talked to her when she, when he passed. I said, hey, you know, I'd really love to have one of his bigger whitetails, or at least one of the whitetails I was around for right. in camp. And I don't ever know. I gotta reach back out to her, but I don't ever know what happened. Like, what happens with guys like that and mm. some of these big animals? Like, it's neat to have record of them when, unfortunately, everybody passes away. When you yeah. pass away, you're kind of in like hunting record history in a way. Yeah. Well, it's something documented. Your, something your kids can go back and see Grandpa Guy or 
Right. His buck in the books. And, and your, yeah, name, your name will be in there. It's stamped in Look there forever. The tattoos. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's cool. And I, I talked to Austin about this the other day at the shoot. We're talking about the same subject. Like, what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? And I had when people come into my, my shop and I'm measuring stuff for them, like, it might not be the biggest buck I've measured. Or it might not be the, the smallest one either. But they're like, yeah, you know, I hope my kids like it. You know, I don't know what to do with it one day or something like that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, they'll ask like advice. So I get to see a lot of these deer from when they're shot, they're green scored, they're measured, and then they're done. And the next place they're going is on the wall forever. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, before you hang it on the wall, even if you don't want to enter it in the book, um, write a story about it. Write down the whole thing, how your whole hunt happened. Write it on a piece of paper, type it on a, on a computer, print it off. Take that and just just capture that whole story and take that and put it on an envelope and staple it to the back of your deer. That's a good that's fucking idea. idea. That's a because great idea. That and then way, you know what else? Yep. Once you're dead, put the coordinates on where you shot it. <laughs> right. And I, you can hide my spot now. <laughs> Think about that, though. <laughs> yeah. Pretty cool. You can only open these envelopes when I die. <laughs> and like I like my trophies that I have in the house. I make sure that I have my trophies on the wall, and it's what I decided to take. And no matter how big it is, it's a trophy for me. Like my elk is like my first elk ever, you know. And I have a picture of that, you know, by the of the field photo mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. the elk. Each one has a field photo of me by the animal. Mm. And then I have my certificates with ones that qualify. And even if you just took your field photo and stapled it to the back with an envelope with the story. Put it in there. That's a good idea, Bucky. Because that way it's always in there. And be like, even if you get your deer gets donated to a Cracker Barrel. Sure. At least you, at least <laughs> you know where it's going to be. Cracker Barrel. I actually would be mad about like, it. if I died and some, they got rid of my deer if they just end up in a bar somewhere. Right. They're nowhere, I mean, right? Here's the thing. You're dead. Yeah. yeah. Like, really, it's kind of sad to think about where it goes because you cared about it. No one's going to care about that deer like you cared about it. But... If someone knows the story and some nostalgia, like a picture with it, and that's where, yeah, actually, Dakota has probably one of the best. So, my tattooed friend Dakota, he's a barber in Columbus, Ohio. Dude, he's got he collects taxidermy. Not a hunter. He's interested, but he's not a hunter. Not a hunter at all. Were you there? Remember the story about yep. that? White, that yep. he has a big buck mounted, like not a monster, but like one fifties, probably high one fifties. A big buck. And I'm like, dang, that's a pretty good buck for a dude who doesn't know big deer and like doesn't hunt and just has a head. And um, I want him to come on and tell the story. Maybe I will in detail. But he got the buck through a guy who, oh, I'm drawing a blank on the details. This buck ran into some dude's house during the rut or something. Like maybe saw his reflection in the window. Yeah, it's a wild and story. And fucked up this old dude in the house. Like had this dude bloody as hell. And this other guy heard all the commotion, thought somebody was in the house, like, basically murdering this guy. And he walked in and grabbed this buck and, like, wrestled it down and ended up killing it. And then the dude asked, like, the conservation officers if he could keep it and mount it. And the dude did. And then Dakota ended up acquiring it somehow Somehow. through the grapevine. Like, this this weird, very unique, like, uh, freak accident of this buck just rutted out, run into this house, and in a panic, like, fucked up this old no. guy and had like blood all over its antlers. Next time shit. he's in town, he's got to come on and tell that story. I don't even know that. Yeah, we hundred percent. I don't even. Think, I don't think he would do it. 
but he should join like our BS session. That'd be for. I don't. Funny. I don't think he would do it. But anyway, he got it through this dude, and like, I guess the guy is like kind of a wild cat who ended up getting it. But he like pretty much saved this old man from this buck that was just rutted out in like in a, in a kind of like he'd a have crazy. to be a wild cat. He jumped on top of a freaking wild deer and wrestled the thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like some some inner city wild deer shit. Oh, so man. maybe a third of it is true. You know, I don't know, but it's a great story. Whatever. Ran it down with his car. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, it was probably just a roadkill that dude yeah, mounted and whatever. made up that story about it. But <laughs> if uh, it was in Wisconsin, I believe it. I think Dakota yeah. actually, or the guy, I think Dakota has the news article from it. It was in yeah, the paper. He's got something. Oh he has documentation from it that proves that he's not completely full of shit. Epic. Pretty cool. I mean, so that's urban legend. That's, oh, wait. So there's not that many that are actually going to be able to carry on like that. Yeah. You know, so that's where we have a chance to, you know, enter measure and enter our stuff in a in a trophy records and be able to capture that data of this county in this state was able to produce this deer in 2022 yeah it's and pretty cool in 23 it can't because cwd came through and wiped everything out i mean it can happen it could happen you know so i mean it's data points that we are able to collect yeah for sure Dude, I, cool. i'm still thinking about that envelope thing that's a I love great that idea. idea. So I did that. Like I told everybody, I'm like, yeah, I should do that. You should. So I'm in my shop and I'm telling everybody that. I'm like, you know what? I you haven't I, done it yet. I haven't done the envelopes <laughs> on the back of my deer on my shop. It's all my small deer you picked work, up in my man. shop, you know? Right. I have like work. five deer in there and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'll do that. So one day I'm like, this is stupid. I got to do that. So I'm like, so I'm working night shift or something. And it's like, all right, so I'm going to write that thing tonight. So Are I'm you done. handwriting or typing it? I was typing it. So I do all my stuff that I'm supposed to do. I do all my tasks I'm supposed to do at the beginning of the night. So at the end of the night, it's like, like a government case, project. Huh? Well, in case if somebody calls you, you have to like respond, you know. Right. <laughs> so you have to like you have to kind of like be on call. So you're like yeah. waiting at the desk in case somebody needs you. So I'm like writing this thing, and as the first one went on, so it was like five nights in a row. So I had like five deer to, to do that for. And as I'm writing, I'm getting more and more excited. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, that's right. And it got, it brought me right back into that moment. Wow. That's like, a good idea. And so then once awesome. I did that, and I did it for all my deer in the house, too. And then mm. I saved them all in a file, like on my computer. Because oh, I can go back and relive that moment of, like, yeah. my broken detail. If you ever forget a detail yeah. or something, you can go back and. It's cool, like, to relive that, yeah, that excitement. Sure. It's such a good idea, man. Like, that is, I think that's going to be a hit with our listeners, like. Yeah, I it hope makes so. me want to go back and do it because when my kids like deer, I killed almost all the bucks I've killed except for a handful were killed before my kids were even born. Right, right. They don't know right. if if I don't tell them where I hunted and where I shot, they're going to be like, "When were Dad shot this?" So they ripped the envelope off the back one day, and mm-hmm. oh, he put coordinates on here. Mm-hmm. Maybe they won't give a shit about that those details at the time, but if someone does, they can look it up. Yeah, and they'll be like, "Doug's going to have his biggest buck on the wall with an envelope. His kids are going to open it. It's going to say nerds." <laughs> yeah no good stories for you parts unknown <laughs> yeah find your own spot <laughs> for coordinates yeah. find your own spot it's a state of confusion <laughs> somebody's property yeah. <laughs> that's a great i like that idea a lot yeah, great add-in that's fun for that man i mean it, it's important carry that on hey let's yeah. do that veteran shout out i don't want to forget yeah we should so uh we had a picture up. Uh, I met my friend down in the sheep show a number of years ago, and uh, his name's Gil Hernandez. So uh looked up to him over the years, and a friendly guy. 
he does a ton of work for the VFW. He volunteers a lot of time. Um, he does a lot for uh, for veterans uh, of war since Vietnam. So he does more than anybody that I know actually to help other veterans. I mean, awesome. it's, it's it's amazing. So Gil, uh, he's in Vietnam, uh, and he he's got a. If you ever look him up, Gil Gil Hernandez Vietnam. If you search that, there's a couple of videos of him telling the story. But uh, brief story is that he got caught in a firefight uh, with his uh, tank group, and uh, he shot several times. Uh, they took him into a medevac, and uh, they brought him into triage, and uh, and they were working on him, and they they thought they lost him. So they took him out in the yard, and uh, they they lined him up with the rest of the corpses. No kidding. And uh, this guy, it's actually the video is an old biker, and this old biker was the guy that saw him. So and he tells the story so well, but he's just like just a brash old biker with a bandana. I mean, he's badass, like yeah, you know. And he goes, I saw that guy over there. I think I saw him breathe, and they're like, what? So he went over there, and he's like. He's like, hey, man, hey, man, and he, like, hits him. And he said all of a sudden he just, like, gurgled, and all the blood came out of all of his bullet holes. And he's like, this guy's not dead. <laughs> so, like, they throw him on a cot, and they drag him in. And they're like, "He, we just sent that guy out. He's like, he's not, he's not, he's not dead. He's still alive. So they're working on him, working on him. This guy's in the, he's working on, like, the morgue or whatever. And uh, a little while later, like, yeah, we thought we lost him, so he's he's definitely gone now. So they took him back out there, and he's like, he's like kind of keeping an eye on him, and he's like, I think I saw his arm move. So he goes over there, and he hit him like three times in the chest, like beat the hell out of him. He said, and all of a sudden he coughed, and blood came out of his bullet what? holes again. So they pick him up, and he brings him in, and there was like some words said between this guy that worked the morgue and the surgeons, whatever, and. They worked on him and sounded like he was going to make it. And he was like the talk of the whole place, right? Like they picked him up without lights with the helicopter and stuff and they dragged him out of there, you know. And uh, you have to watch a video to get all the, the facts. Yeah. Right. And mm -hmm. uh, and so anyways, they got him on a airplane that night. They're going to get him back out of, out of Vietnam. And when he got into altitude, he died. And they worked on him again and he came back. God, wow. man. So, so he died three times he's within. Pronounced, pronounced dead three times. Holy smokes. Like, just badass. Just a badass guy. But you know what? Like, he does so much for for Boone and Crockett and Pope and Young, and, and he's a fellow measurer of mine, and he's, I, I mean, I really look up to him. Man. I mean, I really do. Like, of all the veterans out there, I mean, he's one of the guys that, like, sticks out, out of my mind like that. Yeah. You know, like, you know, he's a he's a... He's a hell of a guy. He, he walks, he, you know, tell you the, the problems with his hips or his back or stuff like that and his legs and, mm -hmm. and his arms. Um, when he shakes your hand, his hand, his hand's a little messed up from all the surgeries and stuff, and he had countless surgeries. No kidding, man. Wow. Just a badass. I mean, it's it's an incredible story, but yeah. Gil, Gil Hernandez, he's a he's a great guy, and, and, and somebody like, like him is what HHA – and all the stuff that they do, we should be proud of. Mm -hmm. You know that guy, guy like that, a, a hardcore marine. Thanks for your service, man. Yeah, yeah hey, service. Wow. Cheers, that, to, cheers to Gil. That's incredible. That's an insane story. Yeah, that's a heavy. Wow. Great. 
He looks like a happy guy, too. He's the nicest guy that you would ever just want to strike up a conversation with. and Very cool. Just a, just a hard old Marine, you know. Semper Fi, do or die, ooh, ooh, That's badass. That's yeah, it'd be fun cool. hanging out with him for a day. Just, just hearing the stories. He like, he's just, he's got a ton of them. Just good old boy. Very and, cool. Anybody super humble, like a humble yeah. guy where he's like, well, I was a lucky one. I got, I made it home. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's, he's That's just, all there is to it is probably in his mind, you know, yep. I'm back. Yep. Feels guilty. and Wow. That's badass. crazy. That is crazy. You hear some wild stories. We've had some heavy, a lot of veteran shout-outs. Most veteran shout-outs are fairly lighthearted because people are mm-hmm. doing it for a buddy. It's kind of just like the shout-out. And some are heavy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a heavy one. Mm-hmm. He's a good man. He looks like an awesome guy. Just, you know what I mean? Just like looking at the photo, it's like a dude you want to hang out with for a day. Here's some good stories. It's like uh, when I came back, you know, I didn't know what was going on. And I didn't know I was getting yelled at. And he goes, I just want to make sure that nobody's treated like that again. Mm. You know, I mean, holy balls. Yeah. Right. Shit. But he's a ball hunter. Yeah. You know. Sounds like a bad dude, man. He's a good man. He's a good man. That's awesome. Have him call in. Yeah. He's cool. Yeah, he would. Very cool. Well, he must be a badass measure, too, to be. He gets invited to a lot of panels. He's on a lot. Really? He's actually chaired the panel before. Really? You have a chairman for each panel, yeah. And it was cool, this last panel, like, one of the guys that I looked up to in all the measuring is Jack Renault. And Jack was a chairman of mine, and I just I just think the world of Jack. Mm -hmm. I mean, he is a... That guy is a Christian. I mean, just... He is just a good-hearted man. Yeah. And he'll always treat you with respect and thank you, and he's so kind, and what a what a great... What a great organization to be a part of, and fun yeah, to be man. with and so cool you meet friends that you're you're always connected with forever like yeah i was just texting uh heath drager the other day like how's farming going in saskatchewan you know yeah so i'm the newest member of the uh henry kelsey I brought in that record book before so yeah it's pretty cool to look at pretty cool yeah, yeah. that's awesome i gotta flip through so like what's this big book binder you got right here uh, this one's just my rep, my measuring stuff. These are all just blank score sheets and stuff. But oh, I have all the other binders out there. Like there's a giant one sitting here next to me. Here, I'll bring it up here. Like I have all those binders. That's all blanks. Just stuff. Of, yeah, these are all blanks for all the different organizations. And like, like uh, here's different counties I measured in Wisconsin. Oh, do you fill You're them in? Something. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I'm kind of a dork. Here's yeah, you got to do. That's cool, man. These are, like examples. Like this is my uh, typical white-tailed deer. And you know how that frame somewhere. No, I just keep it. I, you know, like Boone and Crockett or Pope and Young, like Pope and Young offers that in a plaque and it's like 75 bucks. The wood one. And it's laminated in it. No, it's like laminated into the wood. Oh. And it's the cheapest thing out there for my, in in my opinion, because it can never fade. I should do that for my dad's book. I love it. And I tell everybody, like, book. like when you get, when you get this thing in the mail, you really should do it. Like that's my goat. I was wanting to get that because uh, didn't cool. Fred Bear design that artwork on the top of the Pope and Young certificate? I, I don't know about that. I believe you're he, probably right. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, you're probably right. I thought that he did, but I was wanting to get that tattooed. Ooh, that'd be a good one. That'd be yeah. pretty cool. But I don't know how it'd look. There's a lot of blue in there. There's a lot going on there. There's a lot. Of it stuff might look there. like shit after like <laughs> ten years. It'd have to be pretty big. Yeah. 
Back piece. <laughs> back, back piece. Back. I'm not getting anything but traditional tattoos Tramp forever, stand. though. I'm just obsessed with tr- traditional tattoos. Just flash art stuff. I got to bring my bear in. After this podcast, I'm going to go get my bear. I think yeah, I'm... That'd be good. He's, I don't know fun. if he'll make it. Yeah, there's the plaque in it. Yeah, that's, I thought it was all wood. There's, well, they, there's, there's, there's some a wood that, one. Some it's a wood and some it's a score sheet. And then, like, I usually just get that white one. I think it looks classy. That does look classy. I should do that yeah. for the Gyrebuck. I love that. They I, sent me the uh, original, like, score Polaroids sheet. of my dad's buck and oh, yeah? the score sheet and everything. Yeah. When, after you reach out to me? When you, uh-huh. Yeah. They're a good organization. They'll yeah. That article comes out in Peterson. It's crazy they just have that. Any day. Yeah, they have it in the file. There's, like, file cabinets everywhere. There's got to be. I mean, there's yeah. just, I mean, they're like double file caps stacked on top of each other. What do they do with like the digital world now? Well, like it's a lot nice. of them are getting scanned in now, like Pope and Young's going that way. They're scanning everything in. Jeez. And Boone and Crockett, now they went over to that. We talked about it on the last podcast, but. They got to just have drives full of them. Yeah. There's tons of them, but the pictures and stuff. You have to go through each one of those. I mean, Individually. Yeah. That's a lot and of work. And scan everything. There's, you know, there's some poor interns out there just. Doing that shit for free. Mm-hmm. Like, That's how you do. You want to get into this industry, man? That's one angle. Like for Boone and get involved. We can enter our stuff uh, electronically now, so we do it through their website. So you enter the the your trophy data, and then you upload the photos. So um, it works pretty good. It's a little like for an older measure, they probably won't do it. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's a learning curve there, and it's it's got to be hard for those guys in the office. To be able to teach that from abroad of oh yeah, yeah I mean unless sure. you're firsthand sitting next to somebody like in the Dells I'm showing guys I'm like okay here's what you do next here's what you do next and you know so I'm helping some other guys I'm trying to train them kind of how to do it while I have them in my pocket mm-hmm. you know so I'm showing them how to do it but it's got to be just daunting to go through all that stuff I mean it's thousands of oh pictures. yeah. It's cool, man. It's a fun process. I, I feel a little guilty that I haven't done more entries, but also like been working on other shit. Yeah, right. right. I I was helping uh, Pope and Young last couple of weeks. They had sent me a spreadsheet of all these entries that they're behind, and it's missing data. It's missing uh, details of your bow site, you know, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. then I called. I called the either the trophy owner or the trophy measurer and say, "Hey, here's what's missing. Your your trophy entry is stuck right now mm-hmm. so we need this and then i was trying to help get some of those through because they're behind i'm off of work so i was like well i can help a little bit because yeah i'm not really on my feet too much so right i was well, do something keep your mind busy well I'll help a little bit help the organization yeah for sure what do you um what do most people do that you've talked to like with their certificates when they enter an animal and they get their certificate back like the one we're looking at here like like do they um, frame it next to the animal or yeah yeah i don't i don't have i have four entered i should have more entered but i don't i have them uh lined up in my bathroom which is, i have a bigger <laughs> bathroom yeah and i have them the frames all together i don't have them near the animal and and i'll tell you why i don't want someone to see the net and then look at the deer and be like what no so but i like looking at them in a row and i got that idea from remember the old school hoyt in the house dvds no when you bought a new hoyt no. you got a hoyt in the house dvd and the eichlers um, had a hallway, just a regular hallway, and they had Pope, those Pope and Young certificates lined in the hallway. Really? Just and just the look of them all together was like, 
that's pretty damn cool, man. Like, damn. so that's kind of where I got that idea. Um, and I have my dad's. Uh, I need to get matching frames for them and put them all together. And if, by the time you buy a frame, okay, it's twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. Let's say, spend that, and then that way it never fades. Right, sun doesn't yeah. bleach it, nothing like that. And that's why I, I kind of, I've justified it. But. I don't know why, but I I entered two of them, and I have both the score sheets and that certificate in my safe. <laughs> oh really? Hang case, them up and like my. You die. Hang them up here. I don't know why they just were in. A, I had a Manova envelope and I just put them in there and. Hang them in the bathroom of the studio or something. Hang them in Good. the bar. Hang them. Hang them in here. Put it with a deer. Put it with a deer. It's cool. It's yeah, cool to have sure. with it. Know what I mean? I'm not big on that. No, you're not. By the time you get the field photo, the trophy photo, it looks kind of tacky. A bunch of frames around it. I do like the envelope idea though. I'll do that. Yeah. Should Where be. I'm big on in the envelope. You don't know how to read. <laughs> the well, envelope. Hopefully, my cool. kids do. Because you staple it to the back. That's fucking amazing, actually. Yeah. But, I hope a lot of guys do that. Because your trophy doesn't mean anything to someone else. Mm-hmm. It's a great I think that's going to be a very popular idea after this episode so. launches. I hope so. One thing I'm big on, and uh, Christian Berg from Peterson's kind of... <laughs> so I, he's a great guy. I love that guy. When I, the first time I was ever in, an, in a magazine was for my bear with Clint, you know, and, and then I... Did that like frame onto Hobby Lobby, and they do like a like if you ever want anything framed, Hobby Lobby's the shit. Oh really? But he's like he sent me the digital version. He's like, yeah, here's the digital version, so you can get it printed on like thick paper and do your thing. So it's not on magazine paper, but I printed it on magazine paper because I wanted it on magazine paper. And he's like, oh man, aren't you like it could fade over time in that frame? And I'm like, well maybe, but I think it's cooler to have it framed on the magazine paper, mm. right? You know what I mean? Well, if it's it cool does fade, it, it just gives it that patina, too. It's kind of cool. It's cool to have it. It's on the right place. I mean, my all my heads are kind of on each side of the window and, you know, mm-hmm. throughout the, the... I'd like to get a cat. Ooh. Well, my wife won't listen to this. Yeah, I want to get a, I want to get a mountain lion. We got a guy for you. I know. You'll we kill a mountain a lion. That's what I want to do. It's not hey, that if much If you want a regular cat, we got a bunch behind the studio here. <laughs> not that cat. I'm yeah. trying to get my New Windsor Alley cat? Yeah. <laughs> How bad do you want to kill a cat? Uh, thinking, well, I want to do one early, but mm, I can't do one this, probably this winter. I'll get for next year. Make would, your deposit. It would suck getting hurt, you know, again, so... Okay. Our buddy Trey yeah. would keep you from getting hurt. Yeah, that would be get fun. You, get you healed yeah. up first. Yeah. Trey wouldn't let him get hurt. Yeah. Yeah, but let him get let him, let him get his legs. Yeah, let him get his legs. <laughs> he's magic he's legs had back. major surgery. Give the guy a break. Climb up that mountain, Bucky. <laughs> you want a cat or not, Bucky? Climb up the mountain. <laughs> Trey'd get you a cat. Yeah. I, that's a, And that's how you find people, I think. Right? Through oh, yeah. someone that you know. Yeah. Kinda. I mean, that's how. Trey would see that as a challenge. Yeah. Can we get Bucky a cat without one getting him hurt, but without him having to do a lot of walking with his magic legs? With a bow. With a bow. Get you in there. <laughs> with his magic legs. <laughs> There's his magic legs. It's unlike know. anything else, man. <laughs> so take me in my anywhere. De- in, my, in my defense, I, I was running. Yeah, uh, we did, we got to talk about your um, tree land. I mean, I, I cut a tree down, a different tree snapped off, came back and. Ripped my quads and my tendons off both legs in February. So. God. That was four and a half. Scale one and ten. Ago. Bucky, hey. don't do that. <laughs> well, hey, it wasn't do- planned. You're doing good, though. I'm doing all right. Yeah, I'm you're doing, doing well. good. Yeah. I, I thought so. it was going to be a lot better by now, but 
I'm not. That's a long I, road to recovery, bro. But I did shoot the. I shot in the shoot. You, you did, did shoot the I shoot, mean, man. I'll give you that. But I shot like I shot terrible because, like, I can't like hold myself steady. I'm waving all over. Like, yeah. Kurt just tells him it's a long road to recovery, but go kill a mountain. <laughs> I told. I think, I think <laughs> Kurt's trying to kill me. <laughs> you could do that in January, man. I know. I think I'll be all right. But I told Bucky at the shoot. I was like, I'll do the running part. You got to chug your own beer. <laughs> I got the beer part fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, the line hunt be in January. Yeah, I might be all right. Your magic legs would be normal by then. I might be back to normal. So how legs. bad did that hurt? Ooh. You know what? It didn't. Ooh. Ooh. It didn't. It didn't hurt all that much up front. I mean, I mean, I get because your body was, was in shock. Well, I was like, it was like a bad limper. I felt like a really bad limper. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It was like a bad limper. Like, and like my whole muscle, you know, detached up in towards my my top of my leg, and it like it didn't hurt, but I but I couldn't stand up. Like every time I try to stand up, like the muscles on my side of my leg just contract just like that. And it would just like go into Charlie Horse and be like, that that hurt. And it was just, and so I called my wife and my phone in my pocket. And like, I'm laying there and I look over and I got my hand on the chainsaw and the chainsaw's doing this. Like, it's, it's still running. Around. I'm like, I'm shutting that up. I'm like, I don't need that anymore. Yeah. And it's I'm not like, the wife here that much. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I call my wife and I'm like, I'm in the woods and I got hurt. Uh, you got to come get me. She's like, all right, I'll be right there. So she hangs up the phone, calls my kid. Because all my kids are home because we all had COVID. Mm. I tested positive for COVID. So, of course, the farmer in me is thinking, well, Perfect if, I, if I go out and cut this, I'm going to sweat this thing out of me quicker so I can get back to work. Right. Yeah, whiskey or working it out. <laughs> Neither of those worked. <laughs> so I tried both. And uh, so my kid came out there, and I felt bad for him because he's trying to get me up. And he doesn't know what to do. And I'm like, I'm like reaching, my, reaching my bibs, and I'm like, am I bleeding? Am I bleeding? And he's like, no, you're not bleeding. As I thought I you know, took my chainsaw across my legs or something because I couldn't feel him. And I couldn't stand up. So then uh, he's like, what do we do? And I didn't drive the four-wheeler over. But I mean, I could get up my arms. I could like, kind of stand up. But then as soon as I put pressure on my legs, it just go into a spasm. And then and I was down. Mm. And he goes, what do I do? And I'm like, uh, go get the dead deer sled and come back and get me. So we had some snow. And... Uh, He's like, all right. So he takes off like a bat out of hell, and he, he goes up and gets a sled, and he comes back, and I'm, I'm laying on that rock out there, and I, I'll never forget that rock because I had put that – I would ran into that rock like this off subject a little bit, but I ran into it like a whole bunch of times with my skid steer. And I'm like, I'm going to get that damn thing out. I finally got it out a couple of years ago, and I set it there, and I was thinking about, you know, I, I beat that rock. You know? I'm laying on that rock, and I'm thinking to myself, and I'm like, God, please let me walk. Just so I can walk my daughter down the aisle. Mm -hmm. That's all I want to do one day. And I'm laying there. I'm like, oh, I just got to get out of here. You know, kid comes back. Jake comes back with my my, my wife, Laura, and they got the dead deer sled. And uh, <laughs> karma is like yeah. <laughs> trying to get you back. And so they had all these ruts from the skid steers. So they put the sled in the rut and, the, and they rolled me in there. And I'm like, I think I'm good. <laughs> They're like, okay, we'll, we'll prop your legs up. Does that hurt? I'm like, nope, doesn't hurt at all. It didn't hurt at all. Mm -hmm. So they hauled me out of there, bouncing around, <laughs> pulled me in the shed. And, and you know, I didn't buy a new set of bibs, car bibs, for like 20 years. And I was damned if they were going to cut them off of me. You know, I just bought them. So <laughs> right, 20 years ago. I'm a tight ass. You know? yeah. No, I, I just bought them this winter. Oh, oh, I got They're you. brand new, and I didn't want to rack. So I'm like, go give me some shitty sweats. And 
So they gave me some other stuff, and I changed clothes laying on the floor. My wife and my kids helped me change clothes, and paramedics get there, and that sled's laying there, and it's thawing out, and there's blood everywhere. They're like, where's he bleeding? And I'm like, I'm not bleeding. They're like, well, there's blood everywhere. I'm like, oh, that's deer blood. That's deer, deer blood. blood. Oh, <laughs> it's all on the floor. That's hilarious. But, um, yeah, it didn't hurt at all. I didn't, actually, I never even turned black and blue. No kidding. Nope. Never wow. Black and blue. The only thing was from when they did uh, nerve blocks on both legs to... Because they did the surgeries at the same time. Usually they don't do the surgeries at the same time. But they did both both knees at the same time. They did well, one in one surgery. Wow. Damn. Crazy. So, so you're, you were wheelchair ridden for the most part in Wisconsin when we saw you. Yeah. I was in a walker before that. You were standing up a little bit at Wisconsin, but yeah. you just kind of standing there. You yeah. stand up. But, was yeah. that a rental? Yeah, the car, he let me use it. May or may not have working class bow hunter stickers on it. I did. We had that rocket, did we? <laughs> <laughs> I was just doing wheelies in it the whole time. Yeah, you were. <laughs> hey, yeah. let them know. It was cool. I mean, well, we're glad you there's didn't a will, die. there's a way. I mean, right. yeah, you're hey, right. You're still here. We ain't going to do quit. All right. You did bring up a good point, though. If you do get injured, make sure you take your expensive clothes off. I say you they, experience this. Yeah, before yeah. they cut off all your clothes. Yeah. Because right. you had like. All brand new I, shit. I on. lost everything. All my hung clothes. And you broke your back? Yeah. I cut everything. How'd you do that? Thought of a deer stand. Yeah, me too. Didn't that the year before. For real? Yeah. Yeah. Broke my pelvis too, that one hurt. Oh, I'd I'd I just uh I just had really, really bad bruised. I fell uh seventeen feet in January of the previous year. God dang, boys. <laughs> that was rough. You quit doing that shit. Uh well, it wouldn't be so bad if I wasn't 50 years old. I mean, come on. Well, yeah, you shouldn't do it anyway, no matter how old you are. I know. I, you got lucky. Worst part was I had a harness on. What? I had a harness on. was laying on the ground. What happened? I just can't, just got on the tree stand. Didn't click in. Oh, you haven't, you haven't. I didn't even click in yet. I, and I had my bow in my hand. So it, What happened? It was, it was January 16th. It was my mom's birthday. And I dropped off my kid. I dropped off Jake so he can go and bow hunt one spot, and I drove down the road to go to another spot. And I was super close to the road, super close to the house, and I was just I was just out doe hunting, you know, shoot some does. Mm-hmm. I like making sausage and brats, you know, that's what we do in Wisconsin. So I went over there, and I climbed up in the tree, and it was on sticks, and I stepped down into a, my stand, and I was turning, and I had still had the rope on the bow, and all of a sudden I heard punk, and I was like, Oh shit! I'm going down. It was like a trap door. the 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 platform just dropped, and I'm going down, and I'm like going down head first, and I'm like, "Oh shit! This is gonna happen," you know. And I'm like, "All I have to do is not land in my head." And I like before <laughs> before I hit the ground, I was like, "I'm just gonna like tuck, try to tuck." I mean, you think about it, you're breaking branches on the way down, and I'm thinking that, like I'm gonna tuck, like I'm an acrobat. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. And I'm like. And just artist. then, I'll, just then, I'm like everything kind of stopped and wham! I landed like on my like on my back right here. You think that branches kind of slowed you down a little bit? Well, I thought that. I thought that slowed me down, but well, at first I'm like I pulled it off. You know, <laughs> I actually didn't land on my head, but it took uh, this finger and it just tore all the skin off of this one and this one. You can still see the scar there a little bit. The paracord oh, that was on my bow. So it, before I got to the ground, it must have tightened up, and I broke the paracord that breaks at like 550 pounds. It's something like, well, 
it's a, it's a lot. Like, yeah, five oh. paracord five fifty is what it is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And so it must have stopped me enough to to keep my body up, and that's what it and it broke. So then I'm laying on the ground on top of my bow, you know, and I'm reaching on, like trying to find my glasses, and I found my cell phone. It was like a yard sale. <laughs> shit, <laughs> like, everywhere. shit everywhere shit <laughs> everywhere like reaching around i'm like and all i could see it was like red like that's so all look up that's all i could see it was just red like and i didn't know where i was and i couldn't see anything and i'm like knocked you out i hit my head pretty good you know? yeah but you're you're alive yeah and i'm like i'm like <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden i heard a heard a car go by i'm like oh i'm by the road i'm like all right so then i saw then i could see something a little bit i tried getting up and i got up enough like kind of hunched over i'm like shit i forgot my bow and i went back on my bow <laughs> Took my bug, went to the truck, threw it in there, and I called my kid. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, I gotta come get you. He goes, you get one already? I'm like, nope, fell out of the tree, coming to get you. And he was 15, he wasn't old enough to drive yet. And I'm like, you're driving. Yeah. And he drove me home, and I'm like, I'll be all right, you know. But you broke your back? No, I just had I bruised it super, super bad. Like, yeah, lucky man. Wow, you did get lucky. I was black and blue from the top of my knee to the my armpit. I was black and blue my whole body. Sore as shit. Yeah. So what happened? Laid around for a couple weeks. Oh, I was hurting, man. Like it was. I was. I was hurting for quite a while. But here's a good story for that. So this older stand. I won't say what the brand was, but inspector stands. I always take them down. I take my stands down every single year. The whole thing. Okay. This year I didn't get to because I had a tree landing me. Mm -hmm. But that older stand, I always took it down. I always hung it in the shed and I always put it back up. So the rubber that goes down the cable on the side that goes from the backbone down to the yep. to the platform. platform. So the water chased down that stainless or that that cable. The cable, obviously, the steel cable. Stainless. Yeah, and it would stop and it rusted through. Mm -hmm. You couldn't see it because the rubber. Yep. Bam! Like a trap door. Yeah, well, those things are a trap for. I mean, if water does get down there for ice too, ice makes it expand. Mm -hmm. How would you know? But you wouldn't hear you know. about that one a lot. Ugh, that's scary. Check yeah. it. Some. I hope. If there's two people here this podcast that look at it and find it, that's great. Yeah, you you were we're winning. Yeah, yes. I need to do a better job at that taking stands down. And I know I leave mine all up. You what do? happens is I once I if I fill my second tag, I'm just kind of like, all right, it's family time. Mm. You know, I think we hunt so hard to get tagged out or whatever yeah. to the end of the season or chase whatever deer. That when it's done, I'm like, all right, I just get to shut off yeah. and hang out with the fam. And that's but, where like, I mean, I, I should tag out and go, all right, I'm going to grab my stance and then I can hang out with the yeah. fam. Yeah. One of my buddies, he he throws an extra chain around it, around the tree even, if it's a hang on. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm like, I never do that. I should probably do that. And he puts a chain from the backbone down the platform. Another oh, really? one. really? Yeah. I always check, like, the straps and shit, but I never checked, like, the cables. No. Yeah. How would you? How would, yeah, how would you throw it on? Dude, right. there was a, I'm not going to name names, uh, he's a really good guy, he's a really nice guy, but doesn't have a ton of years of hunting experience. Um, I've hung some stands for him in the past, I'm um, trying to help him out, and uh, he's like, hey, I pulled that one stand down at like, the spot, Like, uh, I'm just going to give it to you, that way you can you know do your thing with it, I like the way you hang them. And I looked at it, there's one cable on it, I'm like, yo, where's the other cable? He goes... Oh, I hunted out of it like the last year just on one cable. I figured it'd be fine. Oh. 
I'm like, bro, Whoa. you are gambling. You're rolling the dice. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no, there's no more hunting out of this stand until you get some replacement cables. Right. And you can buy parts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, Most companies will sell like, parts. After that happened, of course, you know, I had all my tree stands, tree stands home and I was buying all, all the parts and everything for. It's worth it. Just yeah. get them. Get replaced with parts. That's mm-hmm. dog, totally worth it. Yeah. Yeah, mine didn't really break, though. Yeah, but you fell out of a tree and broke your back. Yeah. To do that. Fall asleep or what? He couldn't nah, read. I was putting it up, actually. Oh, I did that. He it couldn't was, read. <laughs> <laughs> it was 20 years ago I fell out of one. Well, yeah, it was 20 years before that. I was, you know, I was 18 years old, 30 years. And I fell out of a tree stand then. And uh, I was putting one up. Didn't have any money, you know, two by yeah. fours, hammer, nails. Fractured my back in three places. Yeah, man. See, I got a lot of forty dollars stands that I was still hunting out of, and to the last couple of years, but now, right? Yeah. Still got some up. Yeah, I got a couple of them up, so I need to go pull them. Don't do that. Don't get hurt like that. Yeah, no, it's not good. It's not fun. <laughs> I met my deductible twice, two years. Yeah, right, right. No <laughs> kidding, not good. Well, Bucky, we got to put you to work. I think you're yeah. going to measure some deer. Yeah, let's do it. We got to yeah. get my bear skull to see what he actually is. Yeah, that's fun. That'd be fun. I like yeah. him none. Visiting with you guys, came down for the shoot, and yeah, hopefully was, you had a good time. That was a good time, it was a, blast, <laughs> a damn good right? time, man. The that shoot was, was a success. Well, you run into like, so okay, so there's uh, five of us, four or five of us, and all of a sudden there's there's a hundred of us. Yeah, we all are thinking the same way. You're talking. One thing that would be cool is like name tags. Oh yeah, because like I'm like. Afterwards, I'm it, like, yeah, it's not a bad. Well, idea. that was that. Guy. We'll make it an option. We'll put it on the st- on the booth. Hello, my name is. Yeah, and you Doug. get one when you everybody's going to register Doug. for the shoot. Doug. Everybody's gonna be Doug. <laughs> That's a good idea, actually. When you register for the shoot, you get a name tag. Yep, because there's still people that I talked to for an hour that night. I don't remember their name. You I'm, can't. Ter- I'm terrible at names as it is. It's cool because yeah. it's like, you know, you actually like like uh, poor Rachel. I'm like. I hate to even say if you're uh, Betty Betty Bush, Betty Bush, you know, and, yeah. the, and of course the other the, the other girls. Uh, I'm like, no disrespect, but are you queer for deer? Yeah, and she's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Casey, shout out to Casey. Pride she's awesome. Month. She's awesome. Pride Month, shout out to you, Casey. Yeah. But like you know those people by their by their handles. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Get here in a two dollar bill, aren't you, Casey? We love you. <laughs> She's awesome. I don't know what sound a rainbow makes, otherwise I'd put that on you. <laughs> That's definitely it. Yeah. Probably cool. a rainbow. What's this button? Oh. That's CC Hump Files. That's <laughs> yeah, that's pretty gay. We should play that. <laughs> that's pretty gay. <laughs> Fuck Clint. Happy Pride Month. <laughs> Sorry, so, Clint. That was a joke. Yeah, that, that was fun. I mean, to get down there and shoot that, I'll definitely be back next year for that. Me and Good. Andy. And Randy and I will be down for it. It's becoming quite the, like, uh, it's the shoot family is becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So. I only donated one arrow to to that iron buck. Curly? Only one. Man, um, Eli made the curly sh- shoot, and I didn't realize, some guys were throwing some money in on that thing. Mm-hmm. So it happens if you make it in, your name goes in a pot, and then we random draw, and then you can win the pot. And he drove from Georgia and won. Yep. So. There's a, a fat stack of money, too. Yeah. He's a cool dude, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He brings me uh, creek water whiskey oh, yeah? all the time. Is he? 
That's awesome. Yeah, so you can't get it around here, I don't think. No. So he buys it and brings it up for the shoot. So get the year supply get brings two bottles. That's enough because it's strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the end. Yeah. Wolf. So he's he's an awesome guy. Real good dude. Quiet guy, but like just fits in. Yeah. It's so, fun. Yeah, we have a blast. We're we're proud of that. Proud yeah. of that community we're kind of thrown together. So And what a nice what a nice course. Oh, it's I mean, yeah. it's groomed the, up. You lose a couple of arrows. I mean, you're out there. I mean, yeah, you know, but what a nice course. And it rained the night before. It was a little muddy, and I was still doing fine. And yeah, I didn't even have crutches. Well, next year, um, I looked at the date. It's June 10th, same weekend. Um, rain or shine, we're doing it. So yeah. if it's pouring rain, I'll we're going here. for it. it. You know, there'll be a lot less people if it's pouring rain, but we're going to have a hell of a lot of fun all money. Yeah, that's right. That'd be fun. So, yep, fun. At least it wasn't blazing hot this year. Yeah. It's actually very comfortable. Yep. Yeah, it was nice. Buck, you got any shout-outs you want to make or anything, man? No, just uh, I thanks to Boone and Crockett Club for letting me be part of that 31 uh, uh, panel measure. I'd be participating in that. I mean, that was great. It's I'd love to be cool. able to do it for other organizations like – to be honored like that for like Pope Young or somebody else would just be it's just so much fun and yeah. to be able to see that passion that I have and you know the greatest compliment you can ever have is if your kid wants to do something and my son's gone through he's met all the requirements for the state of Wisconsin at 16 he can be you know certified as official measure so mm-hmm. he has to take the test yet and he's almost there but sure he'll be just awesome. fine I mean it's it's pretty cool to be able to see it and you know hopefully he can spread the passion like I do yeah, with his right. friends or maybe his friends' kids one day. I mean, for maybe sure, this can go on for another generation. Our kids will be interviewing them someday. Won't that be fun? Yeah, just on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. We're all old and decrepit. <laughs> yeah, depends, right? Sitting on depends. Yeah, that's right. We're just shitting our pants over there. Watching Back our kids in my do. day, three hot meals a day. You're What's doing up? a piss poor job. <laughs> You're not saying fuck enough. <laughs> yeah, right. Back in our day. Yeah. yeah. No, I. I we used over to the, say gay. Over the <laughs> last... Yeah. yeah. You can make fun of your gay friends. Dad, stop. You can't say that anymore. Yeah. We can't really do it anymore now, but we still do it. Over the last year, I mean, appreciate life a little bit more, I'll tell you that. I bet. So, no kidding. Yeah. I got another chance, and I don't know what... Quit getting hurt. I don't know what God's got in plan for me, but it must be something pretty big. Yeah, me stick through all that stuff. No I mean, kidding. it's pretty cool. So, right. So, out of all that, I mean, I appreciate my family and my wife. I mean... It's been a lot on them. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of a handful. I mean, that's what she says. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm kind of a handful. It's good. It's fun. Yeah. You're we, living. We have fun. You're living. We're we genuinely fun. have fun, fun together. We that's do. good, yeah. man. Well, Bucky, you're a ton of fun, man. I'm glad to have yep. gotten to know you over the last, well, just over a year, really. Yeah. And uh feel like I've known you forever. Cool. And uh, appreciate your friendship and all your squeaky cheese and yeah. great old fashions. Yep. Yeah. We appreciate you. That's awesome. Awesome. And you got good people around you, man. Yeah. So keep bringing right. them around. Like-minded people. That's yeah. great. You're welcome back anytime. Anytime. Thanks. Yep. Just show Appreciate up. Appreciate it. So go ahead and don't get hurt. And the next yeah, podcast yeah. we'll have we'll have yeah. something new to talk about because you'll be exactly. getting some more big stuff, and Sounds we'll just good. go from there. And okay. Watch my progress. I'll be on TikTok. Yeah. yeah. On the top. I always like them. TikTok. I'll be on that and Instagram and also Facebook. And Bucky. Uh, Bucky Allen felt that. That's actually all three should be all three should be Bucky Allenfeld or I'm Bucky twenty six. I'm Bucky. I yeah. like it. It's my license plate in my truck. I'm Bucky. Hey, <laughs> someone tried to steal Doug's license plate. Yeah, apparently. Really? Yeah. Wasn't me. What did it say? My license plate? Yeah. 
Was the say on it? Yeah. Oh, WCB Doug. Oh, does it? Yeah. All oh, those dirty bastards. Hey. Someone tried to steal it. Oh. It was me. That's <laughs> 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 a wrong sound. <laughs> oh, hold on. That's an arrow. Oh, nah. <laughs> damn. damn. I gotta update those me. buttons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, fun. Bucky. We love you. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Bucky. Love you guys, too. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow.